Hello, I just ate a tasty sandwich, and that can only mean one thing. It's Natty Bros Podcast, pre-sandwich tournament edition. I'm Zach Brooks. And I'm Anthony D'Angelo. Coming up on, on tonight's very special edition of the pod, Witch Witch, Witchcast, it's Game of Sandwiches. We are gonna we're gonna set the stage. We're we're gonna set the table, so to speak, for for our, our sandwich tournament. Which sandwich will reign supreme? Part one, right here, right now. How, how, how excited are you for this? I'm excited for a lot of reasons. Number one, we have some new equipment. We yeah. have some new mics. Well, well, let's, let's give a shout out. A Not not exactly a shout, because this equipment is, is so good, we don't need, actually need to shout into the equipment. I can whisper. Yeah. You can probably hear that. That's probably. whispering. Yeah. But maybe not. Who knows? Uh, j- j- just a, a, a moderately voiced uh, thank you. Yes, to, to Foresight Interactive Studios. They're a vendor of mine at work, um, and it's not an official, you know, anything they're going to send me what they'd like me to say, but we would like to definitely thank Hemming and his team for, for loaning us this equipment to test out, see if this is what, what we want to use moving forward as we, yeah. we step our game up for all five of you listeners. But right now the game is about sandwiches. And if you want to know all there is to know about sandwiches – you got to stay in touch with us. You are in for a ride. And you will always be in for a ride if you subscribe on iTunes, which you can do at nattybros.com. You can follow us on Twitter at nattybros. And uh, or you can email us at nattybrospodcast at gmail.com. And you can find us on Vine, uh, Natty Bros. And Untapped. Boom. There, there you go. Yeah. Um, so just to kind of break down this, this podcast, this is like the conference tournament before March Madness. Yeah. This is who's getting into the big dance. Who's going to be into our big sandwich ranking tournament podcast that we've been planning for so long, and we're finally ready to, to bring it to you. Yeah, th- this is this is kind of like, you know, this is kind of like like a, like a pulled pork sandwich where you, you, you had the pulled pork in the crock pot for like, you know, 12, 16 hours. It's sitting there. It's simmering. It's, it, it's time to get the buns out. Let's let's make some sandwiches. Let's get the buns out. <laughs> <laughs> so we have some some initial questions that we're going to go through, and these are some questions that we have. You know, really, I have sandwiches. I have conversation. I have sandwiches a lot. I also have conversations about sandwiches a lot. Yeah. Um, you know, our other roommate Jeremy has some strongly held beliefs on sandwiches that we sometimes agree with and sometimes don't. And so sometimes I'll ask him questions like, "Hey, Jeremy, is a burrito a sandwich?" And so now I'll ask you, Anthony, to kick off our sandwich preview podcast. Is a, is a burrito a sandwich? So b- before I answer this question, um, I-, I will say that that w- once we do answer these these questions, we'll be able to set the criteria for what what does or doesn't qualify. And then what we'll do is we'll go through um, all, a a huge variety of of, uh, of sandwich, possibly non sandwich options. Um, and then depend, and then determine which of those are going to be are going to make the final cut for for the part two of this podcast. So to go back to your original question, is a burrito a sandwich? The answer is emphatically no. A burrito is not a sandwich. A burrito is a burrito. Now a burrito is a fantastic thing. Now I love you, the burrito. Now now you know that I have that I am the creator of the unified burrito theory, right? That anything can be burritoed. Patent pending. Patent pending. <laughs> to all of you, Brandon. Patent pending. <laughs> but – and I love burritos. They're, they're fantastic, but it's not a sandwich. 
It's not a sandwich. I disagree with you, but not not strongly disagree okay. with you. I just disagree with you. And here's why. A sandwich is filling, you know, meat, lettuce, sour cream, whatever you want to have. <laughs> what have you? Inside of a, a a shell that can be open or closed. Okay. That is a, 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 usually a carbohydrate-style shell. Sure. And if you say a burrito isn't a sandwich, you're also saying a wrap isn't a sandwich. Which I don't believe a wrap is a sandwich. But Subway sells wraps. Yes. And they also sell sandwiches. And I believe that that, that those two things can coexist, but, but they shall never intermingle. Okay. Now, I, I know I'm sounding a bit conservative here. All right, I I know I'm sounding a, maybe a little behind the times, you know, per, per, perhaps you know, I'm a little uh, more progressive when it comes to sandwiches. You know, per, perhaps a little backwards. All right, no, I'm I'm not saying that 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 these, you know, that these delicious edible items can't can't have, you know, I'm not saying that they need separate but equal counter space. Okay, but what I'm saying is they're not the same thing. They're just not right, and, and we're we're here. To do a public service and determine what is the best sandwich, right? Now, I'd be more than happy to have a discussion about, you know, what's the best burrito? Because there are various different types of burritos. And there's burritos that really drive the line of sandwiches. There's buffalo chicken wraps. Sure. That's very close to a buffalo chicken sandwich. Spoiler alert, that's on this list. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But it's... Again, it's a completely different thing. I feel like you eat a wrap under different circumstances in which you eat a sandwich. And you can use the hashtag, that's a wrap, <laughs> if, you're, if you're still with us. But it's not, because we have so much more to go no, on that this. is definitely not a wrap. All right, well, you know, for the sake of time and sandwich list worthiness, sure. I will agree with you that for this tournament, a burrito is not a sandwich. I still stand by a burrito fits the classification of a sandwich. Now, I'm about to blow your mind. Because I truly believe that you could burrito a sandwich. That's a lot of bread. That's like a double-decker taco. Yeah. So what if you took a Reuben, which is also on the list, spoiler alert, burritoed it, deep-fried it? <laughs> I think that could fit into our um, heavy section. Yeah. Or also our strange <laughs> section. Patent pending. <laughs> All right. Well, let's move on. Um, another Another one that – you know, I think some people have arguments with I, – I guess I'm very liberal with my use of the word sure. sandwich. If it's got a shell made out of some sort of carbohydrate yeah. or vegetable and it's got good – the good stuff is in the middle. See, I, I feel like – I mean you're, you're like a sandwich strict construct. You're like a – you know, you, you, you go down to, to its basic elements. Now, the question you're about to ask is, is a burger a sandwich? So I'm going to ask that to you. Is is a hamburger a sandwich? I think most definitely. You have your bread on the top, your bread on the bottom, and your deliciousness in the middle. See, this is the thing. I feel like for, for the purposes – and this is where I'm going to get a bit more legally progressive here. I feel like for the purposes of this podcast and for this argument, debate, academic procedure, a, we cannot consider a burger a sandwich, and this is why. Because all the sandwiches that we will be going through are are strictly defined sandwiches, okay? Even sandwiches that have certain variations to them have – now, if, if you want to say just a basic hamburger, right, A which is just a bun and just a hamburger, and 
I will even throw you a lettuce tomato and and ketchup and mustard and ketchup and mustard. I think that is your basic hamburger. I I, I will I will okay I I will concede that like perhaps, but I think the burger is such a an entity and a it's it's so much bigger, right? It's it's its own thing. Now I think that we could have a a whole podcast about again just like burritos about hamburgers i think more so than burritos you can have an entire podcast about about burgers but burgers are also i mean they're they're essentially all similar they're they're all similar but they're all very different yeah right i mean think about how many times you you've seen you've seen people go out west oh hey i just had an in and out burger or you know people come out here we're in washington dc we're right in the heart of five guys territory oh hey i just had a five guys burger right i mean Burgers are so they're they're quote unquote the same, but they're so different. And I feel like because of the diversity within that category, it is it's very tough to say who represents the burger in that burger category, right? And, and because of that uncertainty, I think you I think you just have to take it off the table, and and, and just look at it, com, you know, completely separate from from everything else. I do agree with you that it's very different, but I think that a lot of the sandwiches that are on this list are very different. Um, now, I do have hamburger kind of categorized with a couple other similar type sandwiches, so I think that like when we get to that, we can also talk about these other two these other two similar sandwiches. And I don't want to jump ahead here. So, so, so this is the thing. I will, I will concede hamburger. Concede it for now. Concede I, it until I, I, we get to yeah, hamburger later yeah. on. I, 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 I will concede hamburger. I, I, I came into this thinking I was going to draw a very hard line on this. But I will concede hamburger only because I think – I'll, I'll explain it when we go further. Yeah, further once we get to hamburger, line. we can talk about it. Because <laughs> it's funny because you flip this way. I almost feel like when we get to it, I'm going to flip the other way. Yeah. So let, let's move on and then we'll, yeah. we'll talk about it shortly. So stay tuned because we will be coming back to the hamburger topic. Definitely. Um, what, and the next question on our list is, what about hot versions of sandwiches? So I think your best example is a sub versus a grinder. Sure. Is that one sandwich? Is that one entry into the sandwich tournament, or is that two entries into the or sandwich? Like, like, a, like a hot pastrami versus. The, I think this is the thing. I I think you have to base it on. I, I think what you do is is sandwiches that have both hot and cold versions, I think, should get almost an extra point, right? Be, 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 Ooh, be, be nice, hot, good point. I like be, that. You know, because of the versatility of the sandwich. So, for example, when we talk about corned beef, right? Now, you know, I, I, can, have, I can have a cold corned beef sandwich on, on rye with mustard. I'm as happy as a clam. I don't think cold corned beef is as good. I mean, I think I think that you are talking two totally different levels when you eat hot corned beef. Sure, and when you eat cold corned beef. Sure, but like, I mean, was was the was the corned beef that we had in in Baltimore on Monday? Was that like hot corned beef? That was hot corned beef. But then I brought the other half home. Huge embarrassment that I couldn't finish the whole thing there. You didn't need to say that. We might edit that out. But so I I brought it home, put it in the fridge for a couple hours, ate it. You know, around four o'clock. Yeah. It was then a cold corned beef sandwich, and it yeah. was good. But a, a piping hot corned beef with melted Swiss on it. Sure. Is it? I mean, you're talking you're talking grade A versus like, you know, like eighth but, grade. But but I I, th- I think the fact that you can 
that you have that option, whereas with some of these sandwiches that we're going to mention, you don't have that option, I think gives you um, – I, I think really does give – the extra point. Uh, uh, yeah, and, and, and a bit and of an extra point to that sandwich. A great example is a tuna salad sandwich and a tuna melt. I think that is your your key example of a, a sandwich that has versatility on both ends. Sure. So yeah. I think I, I think I think it does count as one. I like your idea about it being um, being an extra point. I think we should this next one. Let's let's save this next one for later on when we get to it. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do that. Um, another question I have for you. And this is a tough one for sandwiches, but the best kind of cheese. Oh, is, there, is there a best kind of sandwich cheese? That is, that is an exercise of utility. You cannot answer that question because, again, I mean, you know, it, it, it depends. It, it depends what kind of sandwich you're eating. It depends. Um, I, I feel like some sandwiches sometimes are, are best without cheese. Um, so I, I – you know, like I, I like Swiss, I like provolone, I like Munster. I mean, there's, I mean, you know, sometimes even just a good old slice of American will do. Cheddar, I mean, American is craft I mean, American singles. Na- now, now I'm just listing cheeses. Craft <laughs> American singles are fantastic on hamburgers. It was something I actually read online because of the way they melt, they melt so well. Yeah. And ever since then, every time we grill up hamburgers, I, I put a Kraft Single on there. Is that, is, think, is that why we've had Kraft Singles in our fridge for like six months? Yeah, I haven't been a hamburger in a while. <laughs> That's the only thing I use them for, and people always make fun of me. But it really is. I mean, it's what they use at McDonald's. Like it's, yeah. it, it gives you that gooey grilled cheese flavor. Yeah, it's it's amazing what science can do. Yeah, it. it really... <laughs> <laughs> um, and then so the, the, there there are two other questions here. Um, best name for a sandwich. I think there's some good individual names, and we'll get to some of those. You know, your, yeah, your muffaletta. Your horseshoe. I think those yep. are great names for individual sandwiches. But if you're just going to talk overall, I think the one that you know, I mean, the one that is the most general is sandwich. And we've been talking about how is a sandwich is a burrito sandwich is you know you can you can classify so much under sandwich. I really like hoagie. Yeah, I'm a big fan of hoagie. So on this list we have sandwich, hero, hoagie, sub. I, I feel like hoagie sounds like. Like a nickname of like a really fat guy, who who like always has like a mustard stain on his shirt <laughs> and a sandwich. Yeah, yeah, and a sandwich is in. It's like, oh man, Hoagie, where where, where do you get that sandwich? Yeah, uh, down the street. I, I really like Hoagie because I I lived outside of Philadelphia for a while. Yeah, and it's very and, much a and they thing. call it they call it Hoagie in the way that they say Hoagie with a very full Hoagie. You know, it's like a, like they say it with a very full mouth. I can't even do it. Yeah, probably because they're eating a Hoagie at the time. Yeah, it's like they have a Hoagie in one cheek and they're yeah. saying Hoagie out of the other. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I, I like Hoagie. It's like the Alanis Morissette of, of of sandwich eaters. Also, you could name, you know, Hero is great because the sandwich is a hero. Yeah. It's it's a hero to humanity. It's very true. Very true. Yeah. And, and this is kind of our, our ode to, to the sandwich. Yeah. This is part one of our at least two-part ode to the sandwich. Yeah. Um, Last question, one that I added as we were yeah. talking. What's the best side for a sandwich? So I listed soup, chips, pickle, coleslaw potato salad type salad. Sure. Again, I think it depends on – I think it depends on the sandwich, right? If, if the sandwich has an inherent crunch to it, then then I think you can go soup. Hmm. Right, because you want it, the contrast. Yes, be, yeah, because you want the textural contrast. If it doesn't, for example, th- that's that's why a, a pickle with with deli goes so well, because a, a pickle and and coleslaw 
because a, you know, a corned beef or a pastrami on rye, you know, there, there's no there's no crunch there, right? I mean, you might get some from the bread, but usually the bread is somewhat soft. There might be a bit of a toast to it, but probably not. Um, but, you know, the, the pickle and the coleslaw will add a bit of a crunch to it. Hmm. Um, you know, I, I think the one – well, I, I would say I think the one exception, but no, I, I, I think this is I, – I think this is absolutely true. One of the sandwiches we're going to talk about at, at the top, the grilled cheese, is is almost synonymous with tomato soup. And again, I think you know the the crunch of the bread from the grilled cheese complements the. And you, the soup. you can dip the grilled cheese. Yeah, it's like a, you know. Um, and, and I like the versatility of chips because if they're just plain salted chips, you can put them on the sandwich. Yes. Um, which is like a, I think that's like a, a sandwich veteran move. Like if you see somebody putting chips on their sandwich, you're like, man, that guy knows his sandwiches. Yeah, yeah, that guy knows what's going on. Um, I mean, and and I, and I, you know, the great thing with chips also is, you know, certain chips just go well with certain sandwiches. Yeah. So I, I do agree with, with that. Uh, I, I like the pickle just because it's simple. Yeah. It's. You know, low calorie to add to. You know, you're already getting a lot of calories from your sandwich. And this is not a – this is by no means a diet podcast, the way we're talking yeah. about these things. But, like, you know, if you're, if you're just going to – if you just want something else with their, with your sandwich and you don't want something huge, I like the pickle. And it's also versatile because you can get – you know, you can get a half sour. You can get a whole sour. You can get a garlic. You can get – I mean, you know, there are different kinds of pickles you can get that I, that I think you, you can really target to complement your sandwich. And the one thing I will say about soup real quick – is, you know, you kind of think of soup and half sandwich. Yeah. You usually don't – you do sometimes, but you're not going to do a whole a whole, a whole whole sandwich in a soup. I've done a whole sandwich I mean, in a soup I, before. I, I would too. Yeah. But, like, your your average your average sandwich place is going to do a, a soup and a half sandwich. The, and a the, half sandwich is a half life. Like a half – not a half life, like a good thing. Like a, it's a bad thing. Yeah. I, I feel like the, the one thing we didn't mention was a salad. Sometimes you get, like, the half sandwich and salad. Yeah, I feel like that either goes with the soup or the coleslaw. Yeah, I also feel like salad just doesn't go with anything. Yeah, I mean, I like I like salad as much as the next guy. Yeah, the salad's great. Yeah, like 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 if I'm gonna have a salad, I'm just gonna have a salad. Yeah, but like I'm not gonna have like a salad and a sandwich. Sometimes. Is there anything else though? I mean, I, I guess like a a good soda with a sandwich, like a Dr. Brown's with a deli sandwich. Yeah, yeah. Or just like a Coke with a sandwich is good. I I generally like heavier. I mean, kind of like you have like heavier wines with like. Like red meat and things like that. I like having heavier sodas or pop. Yeah, I should have called it pop. I'm losing my roots. <laughs> that's, that's okay. You know, I, I like having a heavier pop with a heavier sandwich. So like like a, like a Dr. Brown's or, you know, if, if, it's, if it's a really heavy sandwich, I'll, it's one of the only times I'll actually just have a Coke. Yeah. And not a, like a Diet Coke because I, I, it just goes well. I agree. Um, I think the next – kind of the next section – that we're gonna we're gonna move on to, is I'm gonna go through the different categories that we created of sandwiches. So each of these categories has one to six sandwiches under it. Yeah. Um, and, and we we started off by listing all the sandwiches we could find. We researched. We thought about ones we like. Then we started formatting them in these sections. And we're gonna go through the sections. Then we're gonna kind of talk about our criteria, and then get into the individual sandwiches. Um, so I'm gonna start. With our categories. So um, you could just offer your – if you have anything on these categories, feel free. Well, let's, let's just name them and then we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna settle on our criteria and then let's just jump right into them. All right. So the first category actually only has one sandwich in it and yep. it's grilled cheese. 
we thought it would be good to start with the classic grilled cheese. The second category is long sandwiches. So that's going to have your subs, your your uh, not your gears, your grinders, um, those kind of types of sandwiches. The third category is we noticed as we were putting them together is lots of regional beef sandwiches. Um, your cheese steak, your your buffalo on rack. Um, well, and, and you actually skipped circular sandwiches. I did skip circular sandwiches. Uh, your mufladas, your hamburgers. Things uh, that are going to come on buns. Yeah. Uh, the next category is your strange sandwiches. Um, those are just sandwiches that are kind of odd that we yeah. found. Yeah, we'll, 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 uh, we'll touch on those a bit more. Next, you have your deli sandwiches. So that's mm-hmm. going to generally come on your square pieces of bread um, and have, of- have lots of different types of meat on them. Mm-hmm. Next is the heavy section. That's kind of the, the one I'm really looking forward to. Those are some, yeah. some of the ridiculous sandwiches. Um, you have your hot dogs category, and that's I think that's going to be a t- contentious one where we talk about do these qualify as sandwiches under the under the rules of this tournament? Yeah, it, it, you know I I feel very much like like a burrito and hamburger. We'll we'll hash that out. Yeah. Uh, next is your dessert sandwiches. Then you have your miscellaneous sandwiches. These are the ones I just couldn't find a spot for. Sure. Your breakfast sandwiches, your international cultural sandwiches, and last is your peanut butter based sandwiches. Yep. So any any categories that you think we're missing? Um, you know, I, I think we've I think it's a pretty meticulously uh, compiled list. But if if you listening at home or or wherever you're listening to um, are or um, you know, have any ideas? If if you think that we missed something, if there's a regional sandwich that, that you love that we need to put on here, uh, tweet us at Natty Bros. Send us an email, Natty Bros. Podcast at gmail dot com. Um, comment on on our website, Natty Bros. dot com, and um, yeah, let us know. We w- we want the write in sandwiches for this. Yeah. Uh, we definitely, you know, as as we cut these out, if there's a write in, if anybody writes one in, it will be added to the bucket to discuss. Yeah. Uh, and, especially and, if it's one we've never had, I'd love to hear about a sandwich I've never had and get to try it before we do the next yeah, round. Yeah, and, and you use the hashtag which 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 is that W I C H W I C H? It's W H I C H, and then which as in the last part of sandwich. Great, which which. So we've kind of covered this last part, but what's our criteria? So I, I think I think what our criteria is is. Um. You know, and and well, I know we're actually we're gonna take on some open face sandwiches and, and have that that discussion as well. Um, but honestly, I think anything that that's culturally recognized as a sandwich, right? Now, you know the the things that we're gonna be talking about, they really do run the gamut. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I think things that are culturally recognized exclusively as a sandwich. Um, which which is why I think hamburger could possibly work, but burrito can't. Yeah. And I think, you know, you think about the definition of sandwich, and it's something in between something else. And I've, I've gone back to that a lot, that you have yeah. your, your, your really good part. In, you know, and your bread can be your really good part, but usually the best part is in between the bread mm-hmm. or the pita or the wrap or whatever. Sure. So it, it, just in between something else, and that's where – when we do get to the open face sandwiches, I think that will be an interesting part. Sure. All right. The exclusively open face. So should we let's, – Let's dive right in. Um, you know, I, I think I think this is going to be a slam dunk because we, we thought grilled cheese was 
was a sandwich kind of worthy of its own category. And when we originally made this list, we actually seeded them. We're no longer seeding sandwiches. Yeah. But we seeded the grilled cheese as a number one. Yeah. So, I mean, this is your Duke. This one's getting in. Yeah. I, I mean, there, there's there's no doubt about it. I mean, this thing, it, it's it's a solid recruiting class every year. Um, you know, I, I feel like a grilled cheese sandwich is probably, for the majority of Americans, either the first or second sandwich they've ever had. Ooh, yeah, good point. It's not what I eat that often anymore. No. It, not it's, as grilled cheese by itself. Maybe with other stuff on it. Yeah. And there's a grilled cheese food truck that sells like $6, $7 grilled cheeses. Yeah. I'm not paying. There's something wrong with that. I, I feel like it's it's versatility of, you know, you, you can you can put other things on it. I think it does get to a point where you've, you've got a grilled – you basically have a panini mm-hmm. at that point. Yeah. Um, but I, I think – I think as long as the cheese is the star of the show. I, I think that that makes a lot of sense. I, I, I don't think you can have more than two other um, items on the grilled cheese sandwich. So you got a grilled cheese with tomato and bacon, mm-hmm. right? Still a grilled cheese sandwich. I think you can't have more than one other thing on the grilled Yeah, you cheese. know what? I, 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 I'll have to retract, go back. Yeah, I, I, I think it can only be one. When other you thing. add bacon and tomato, that's now a bacon and tomato sandwich with, with cheese. cheese, like a hot bacon tomato and cheese sandwich. Yeah, so I even think if you add a meat that isn't bacon, it's no longer like if you add a, if you add turkey to a grilled cheese, it's now a turkey sandwich. Yeah. So, I I, I think I think grilled cheese, grilled cheese is like the Notre Dame of. Of sandwiches. Not if we're talking about basketball. Not if we're talking about if we're talking about football, right? There, there's a lot of history there. There's a lot of nostalgia. Is it? I mean, you know, is it the best sandwich here? Probably not. Is it? Is it? You know, is it the most culturally relevant to today? Well, probably not. But but you know what though? It, it's a classic. You know, it, it, it takes us back. And to, you can make it with an iron. <laughs> much like University of Notre Dame. Yeah. Um, I have no idea how that works. But I, I yeah. don't know what that is either. Um, yeah. All right. So I think we're both in agreement. Grilled yeah. cheese definitely moving on. Yeah, we'll, we'll definitely keep that in. And that is the only one in the grilled cheese category. I don't think there's anything missing. I think you can add one topping. Yep. You could add your bacon or your tomato. And really, I think those are the only two toppings you can I, add. I think I've seen avocado. Yeah, I could see that. That's kind Sprouts, of a... maybe. That'd be weird. I like sprouts as much as the next guy, but that'd be weird. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I, I Again, I, I haven't I haven't really um, – I, I do think when we get to grilled cheese, we're going to have a disagreement about it, and it's going to stem because I don't like tomatoes. So I don't eat tomato soup. I don't eat grilled cheese with tomatoes. Yeah. So I think we're going to – I think we are going to have a little bit of a disagreement well, where, and, it, where it's ranked. And, and again, I, I think I think one of the things that, that, we're, that we're probably thinking of is like we are thinking of a very distinct like American – again, the your, – your craft singles grilled cheese. Yeah, you're, you're home from school grilled but, cheese. But I mean you can you can make some fancy grilled cheeses with, with some really fancy cheeses. But I don't think we're talking fancy grilled cheese here. But I, I, think, I think what I'm saying is is that the option is there, right? There is some versatility in the in the grilled cheese. It's not just it's not just craft. It can be other things. Yeah, when I think of grilled cheese, I think of white bread, butter, craft, and a frying pan. Sure, or an iron. 
Yeah. Um, I bet you never thought that you would listen to two guys talk about grilled cheese for six minutes. Did you? No. No, probably not. All right. Let's move on to the long sandwiches. Um, and I think the, the point here is really to determine kind of how many of these are their own sandwich. Yeah. And how many can be combined into, you know, your 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 combination. Um, so we have your submarine sandwich. Mm-hmm. We have your meatball sandwich, meatball sub, sorry, your Italian sub, your hoagie, so your your Philadelphia-style hoagie, your grinder, which is a hot sub, your hero, and your po' boy. So so this is the thing. I I know that there are probably very minor differences between the submarine, the hoagie, the grinder, and the hero. And the Italian stuff. But to me, they're all the same thing. It's all different cuts of, of meat. Um, usually lettuce, tomato, uh, some sort of a, a pepper, uh, olive oil, vinegar, salt, and pepper. Mm-hmm. Right. I, I think it's basically the same sub. It, it's, to me, when I think of all those things, I think of, a, of, of an Italian sub. I, I think of a sub that you get at Mangiolardo's. You get the Italian store, you get a bache, you get it like any Italian deli. I, I really, I mean, I, I think if, if you were to, I, you know, I, I think it's the same thing. I mean, we, we have a bunch of regional kind of names for all of those. I think Italian sub is its own sub. I think you also have kind of like, I mean, there's a lot of different types of subs, but then I think you just have your submarine, which could be turkey, roast beef, tuna salad combination of turkey ham things like that that's its own i think italian sub is is very much i think of an italian sub and i think of other subs italian you have your real salty yeah you, you have your your you have prosciutto, prosciutto and capicola and 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 salami, salami. yeah uh yeah hard salami um, i think i think that is its own sub i, I would say which, which which you know which i think is a, a hoagie a grinder or a hero um and I, I think I think we're, we're venturing into somewhat dangerous territory because what you're talking about is very similar sandwiches to the sandwiches we'll talk about later on, just on a sub roll, which makes it kind of a different animal, right? The, the, the sub that we get from the grocery store, because it's it's on a long roll, is different from if, if you were to have that on a piece of sourdough bread. Mm-hmm. But I, I think I think you kind of need to get past the bread, and and figure it's about the same kind of sandwich i just think that there's a very distinct just like with meatballs i think meatballs are for sure and right yeah, yeah. And, and and because it's a different kind of meat yeah and, and and by the way i i mean i i would i would flip over this table if meatball sub did, did not make the cut yeah i mean that that would be a huge upset and i think po' boy makes the cut because po' boy is a regional type of sub sandwich that's very very different if you have it in new orleans it's it, it's a regional type of uh, it's a regional type of sub that has transcended the region because you can get po boys in a lot of different places. Yeah. So po boy and meatball sub are both in. Yeah. I think what we're talking about now is, you know, I think I, I agree. Hero grinder hoagie sub, all the same thing. Yeah. For the most part, is that different? Is Italian sub its own special team? So I think I think in, in like a Florida and a South Florida or a Florida and a Florida state. I I, th- I think what you have to do is. Is is, I think the sub sandwich. Like like you're you're almost. You're you're taking the bread, and you're you're leaving the meat as a bit of a wild card. 
just a category of meat. Just I think the Italian meat is so on its own. Italian meat is so much different than any other meat. It's not yeah. a cold cut. Yeah, which is why which is why the Italian stuff needs to be a completely different thing. Like for example, That's, I think we're I think we're having an agreement. Yeah, but I, I I I guess what what I'm confused about is when we get down to 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 judging the the sub the non Italian non meatball sub right. How are we going to judge that? Because this is the thing. Like, like I remember when I was a little kid going to this place in Miami called Hoagie Bear. Right. Oh, that's an awesome name. Yeah. Hoagie Bear. I don't even know if it's still there, but I, I feel like it's not. I just, I just, I know, I know what our, I know what our times are like these days, and I, you know, Hoagie Bear's gone. It's still there. Oh, thank God. Still there. Oh. Still at. Still on on US one in in Naranja. It's it's a game it's a game of sandwich miracle. Oh god, it's so good. I and I used to get. Also, I have no idea how I was in three hundred pounds as a little kid. Probably because I swam and I ran track, but I used to get a a whole um, turkey bacon Swiss on white with with mayonnaise and mustard. America, <laughs> like, land of the free, like right. I mean, that home was, of the sandwich. I mean, it was so good. Like like that in the Little Caesars hot and ready was basically my diet in high school. So. I think I think you've just opened another category, not another category, another topic. When you're a little kid, is there anything better than a foot long sub? Because that thing is like a third of your body. Like <laughs> well, that's like from your that's from your your foot to your your knee. It I, might even still be actually, but like that that is. I, I mean the, the the little Caesar's hot and ready with the two for for two dollars crazy bread. Hey, this isn't a pizza podcast. Right? Yeah. Well, no, I, I'm but I'm, I'm answering your question. You, you match that up with some GoldenEye on the 64, and, and I, I think I think that's quite possibly the, the, the best thing that you get. But that that stuff from Hoagie Bear that that was a that was a game changer. So I, I I think I think what we've agreed on so we can so we can keep on trucking here. I think what we've agreed on is is we're gonna take submarine Hoagie Grinder and Hero and kind of combine it into. Something I, th- I think we're gonna need to flesh out a little bit later on, perhaps on the on the second pod. Mm-hmm. But it, it's it's all one. So long sandwiches will have this. We'll, we'll call it submarine. Yeah. Meatball sub, Italian sub, and po' boy. Agreed. All right. What? All right. So that that concludes the long sandwiches. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we call that long sandwiches for a reason. Well, let's 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 go to a sandwich of a different shape. Circular sandwiches. Now, I think this I, is a category I, I felt weird including Mufaletta in this category. Why is that? Because Mufaletta is Mufaletta is my champion this early on. I it, it, now it has to be from Central Italian Grocery in New Orleans. Which, yeah, which we're hoping to, we're going to go to New Orleans. Yeah, and and, and I, I I was there. I the one time in New Orleans I have been there, and you get I, I mean you can't eat a, I can eat a whole lot of food. I could not. There's no way I can eat a whole. No, it, a half is almost too much for yeah, me. It, it, but it's, it's a imposing. big circular round br- piece of bread, like a focaccia type bread, mm-hmm. with Italian meats, cheeses, and like an olive salad on it. Yeah, and they cut it in four parts, and you, you order you order it in in however much you want. And I, th- I mean, I had had one. You know, I'd had I had one at like Applebee's before <laughs> when I was younger, and I was like, oh, it's just like an Italian thing. But having it at Central Italian Grocery, the original creator of the Mufaletta, 
it was out of this world. And I've yeah. gone, and it wasn't like just the one time. I've gone back a second time, and it was equally as good. And I, both times, I stood in line for over forty-five minutes. Yeah, I mean, it's, and, and again, very much like the grilled cheese. It, it's just as much of a cultural experience as it is a sandwich. Yeah, I mean, um, it, and I, so I felt weird putting that with the other ones. Well, but Mufaleta is definitely in. Or, I mean, there's no, there's no question. No. Mufaleta is in. Well, let's let's skip the second one. Let's go to Sloppy Joe. Okay. Um, you know, I, I feel like, like a lot of these are going to be sandwiches that you probably ate a lot between ages, I don't know, four and 16. Yeah. I can't remember the last time I had a slap. Yeah. I, I know. I feel like we should have like a, like a little kid sandwich party where we make like grilled cheese and sloppy joes and like, like, like all that kind of stuff and get, get a bunch of like ecto, like ecto cores and put vodka like, in it like yoohoo's yeah and put uh, like glue in it um, i actually was never a huge fan of the sloppy joe as a sandwich it's a, it's annoying to eat because it all falls out. i know it's like fun when you're a little kid yeah but it, it was always kind of annoying so so this is this is why i think it deserves to be at least in the discussion now i i feel like sloppy joe is like a 15 seed yeah no for sure 15 or 16 like no question. right I think it all depends on your elementary school experience because odds are you probably had multiple, multiple sloppy Joe sandwiches while you're a little kid. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, again, this is, it's, it's kind of, it's a childhood defining sandwich right now. The sandwich on its own, is it, is it worthy? Probably not right now. Should it still qualify? It should definitely qualify. Is it going to get very far? No. I just feel like if a sloppy – okay, go ahead. Sorry. But it's – it should still be in the discussion. Even if we dismiss it quickly, I think it, it has – it is done enough. It's like winning the Patriot League, right? Like, you, you know what? You've, you've pulled your weight enough. Yeah, we're going to throw you the 15 or the 16 seed. But you know what, though? You're going to have to play, you know – Kentucky. Yeah, you're gonna have to play. Well, not not this year. You have to play Indiana, mm-hmm. right? So, so good luck with that. But at, at least you get to go to the show. I'm all right with that. I think this is almost a Tuesday. You know how they have the Tuesday play-in games? Yeah. I think this is almost a Tuesday sandwich, but we're not gonna do a Tuesday podcast. No. Um, I'm all right with it being in. But it, you know, it, this you know, don't put your money on Sloppy Joe. No. No, yeah. I mean, the odds of Sloppy Joe, you know, for, for, for those of you in Vegas. Also, you know what's really good is you buy the can of Sloppy Joe Manwich, and you make it, and instead of putting it on bread, and it's not a sandwich anymore, you bake a potato, and you yeah. put it on baked potato, and it's a really good baked potato topping. Huh. I used to do that when I was in AmeriCorps. Saved a lot of money. It, yeah, I was going to say. Cheap. Yeah, it's, it's a or very you, cheap or you, dinner. You, you, you know, you can make chili knack with it. Yeah. Um, but, you know, as a sandwich itself, it's it's – I don't like a sandwich. It's annoying, and that yeah. one's annoying. So let's let's go to pulled pork next, um, and then we'll th- th- this will set us up for the real heavyweight fight here. Um, I mean, I, I think without a doubt, pulled pork has to go in. Yeah, it, it, it's it's too good. I feel like pulled pork is one of those sandwiches that I've eaten a lot as an adult. Yeah, and, I did, and, I did, and I not like I, and not so much as a kid. Yeah, it's like an opposite sloppy. Joe. It's like an adult sloppy Joe. It really is. Um, it, you know, and. It's, yeah, it, 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 you know, I don't know. 
I can come up with a, a variety of reasons why pulled pork is fantastic. I will save them all for when I fight for it. Yeah. It's I I think it's I think it's like a like a four or five seed. Also, incredibly easy to make. In in absolutely easy. If you to have make. a crock pot, Google pulled pork recipe. Yeah. Get some good barbecue sauce. Yeah. Now, I think the only question with pulled pork is does it does a pulled pork sandwich also include like a a pulled chicken and a pulled beef like a barbecued beef sandwich? Should um, those all be kind of a a barbecued meat sandwich team? You know, I I think that for for our argument's sake, if 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 I was to pick one to represent the pulled meat section here, right? If like if if we're talking, okay, you know, this is going to be, you know, the representative from, I don't know, p- pick some some random conference in college basketball. Pull pork is your, you know, like, like w- w- what's the conference that GW's in? It's like the eight, the the, the, the A ten or something. Yeah, like you know, pull pork. I don't even know if GW's good anymore, but like, pull pork is like the 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 best team in that conference. Send them to the tournament. Yeah. And, and they're, they're going to make some noise, too. They might be your Butler or your uh, your Gonzaga. Yeah. The no. small conference team. You know, you don't want to call them Cinderella just yet. But Yeah. All right. So let's let's get to the to the real the real discussion here. We're going to go back to hamburger. Um, so so this is why I think we should give it give it the check mark, put it into the second round. I think. A lot of the things that we have been talking about as validators for why we should consider these these sandwiches. I, I think one, it fits your very strict metrics for, for what for what a sandwich is. I think two, it is the most if 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 we're gonna consider it a sandwich, it is the most culturally significant sandwich quite possibly in the world. Uh, I wouldn't say the world. Quite possibly. Eh, no. I would say America. I don't think if you go to India, they're eating very many hamburgers. Just a guess. I mean, well, I guess there's probably a lot of McDonald's. Well, and, and exactly. Right. right. I, I just I proved mean, my own point. I mean, with, with, without the hamburger, there's no McDonald's, there's no Burger King. I mean, it, the, you know, the hamburger as a vehicle for, for global capitalism, right, is – is, is incredibly important. So, from from the and, and plus, I mean, look, you, you you go back to kind of the like that, you know what what significance did that sandwich have in your childhood? I mean, I'm 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 hard pressed to find one kind of more important than a hamburger. I think the reason why I was initially and to some extent still am so opposed to the hamburger is I think it so blows everything else out of the water. Mm-hmm. I think it makes it really hard. And plus, I mean, you know, there are there are entire places devoted to the hamburger. Right? And I'm not talking about McDonald's and Burger King. Right? But, you know, from chain restaurants like Red Robin to to great local places like like uh like Ray's Hellburger, um I will even see that good stuff is decent, not great, but decent, <laughs> right? Have you been to the Bobby Flayburger place downtown? I haven't. If you're in D.C., go there. 
great hamburger, and you know what makes it is a really really good bun. Yeah, well that's that's a great if you if it's by Foggy Bottom if you're living DC. It's not super expensive. It's pretty quick. Um, definitely check out. It's called Bobby's Burger Palace. Well, really we, we should we should go for lunch next week. Yeah, we should. Go. I mean, I, I I try by my office. I like yeah, it. Yeah, let's do it. Um, so these are you are you done with your your hamburger arguments? Yeah, I, I'm. The 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 defense for hamburger rests. So, it's really funny because we started off on opposite sides yeah, of this table, absolutely. And I feel like we've kind of just switched chairs. Yeah, and bit. I'm now sitting in your old chair. Yeah, I love the hamburger. I worry that putting the hamburger in is like putting the Miami Heat in the NCAA tournament. The hamburger could just steamroll through this tournament of sandwiches because it's so talented. And I don't want to see that happen. I want this to be a competition. Yeah. So I feel like if the hamburger gets in, we need to kind of have an agreement that it gets handicapped down a little bit. So a hamber- like the hamburger needs to be judged. So we're not just like hamburgers are amazing. It's number one. If it's going to be number one, it needs to be – so far and away, number one, that it's, it, it needs to be handicapped down a little bit. I think for the sake of fairness and for the sake of clarity, I think that we need to to omit hamburger. And, th- and then perhaps, I mean, look, you know, have have a – I mean, there, there are enough hamburger joints in the city where you, you, you can do a separate hamburger cast. I mean, you, there, you can talk about hamburgers for a long time. What's the best topping? What's the best cheese? Yeah. Singles. What's the best? I mean, you have, what's you have condiment. I mean, you have bun options. Yeah. Right. I, I think we omit hamburger begrudgingly. I feel like this hamburger is the team that's sanctioned by the NCAA and doesn't make it into the tournament. Yeah. Um, I will tell a quick hamburger story. So there is a great. <laughs> And you can use the hashtag hamburger stories if you're still yeah. with us. There is a great uh, sub restaurant in East Lansing where I'm from, East Lansing, Michigan, called Jersey Giant. And they do these these sandwiches. They follow them on Facebook. I think I show you every picture they post. Yeah. And they do these sandwiches that are like 18 inches long. And we used to go every Friday morning. Like we'd wake up hungover on Fridays and go during college. And there was one in downtown East Lansing by Michigan State that closed to become like a Five Guys type place before oh. Five Guys existed. And they made these great subs and I was so, they, there were other locations, but this was the walking distance one from my yeah. And I always said, why not make the hamburger sub and make your 18 inch Jersey Giant sub still, but also make a hamburger one that's, an, that's like four patties or three patties like kind of laid out on sub bread with, with toppings. I, th- I think the problem with that is you would – I think I think sub rolls would quite possibly overwhelm the, the hamburger patty. So like, This like, was a soft sub roll. Okay. Eh, I would need to have at least two or three of them to, to really mm-hmm. – yeah, to really judge. And with that being said, I would gladly have two or three of them right now. Yeah. Yeah. Um. It was just a good, uh, good okay. hamburger story. So yeah, I think we'll move on. Um, hamburger might get its own podcast. Hamburger is your your Miami Heat, or your you know your team that was paying its players last year. It's it's your like it, it's your cartoon monsters from Space Jam. Very good. Yeah, I like that. So now, kind right. of going off of the hamburgers. All right, let's let's go to beef. Beef section. So also beef section. <sighs> 
can't I can't decide if that sounds delicious or disgusting. I I think I think if if I had two last words to hear before I died, if it was beef section, I'd be a okay with. I think like if you're gonna give baby to a sandwich, it's like <laughs> give baby give birth to a sandwich. <laughs> If you're going to give birth to a sandwich, you would have to have a beef section. <laughs> well, just, did we just lose every single listener with that yeah, disgusting comment? Yeah. Um, well, so so you have you have a little you have a little note at, at the end of this list and it said should these be all their own sandwiches or should they be regional? Um I, you know, I I think I think all of these are very much their own thing. Um so let's let's start off with with Italian beef, which I'm going to talk a lot about in the, in the second pod. This is Chicago style Italian beef. It's a Chicago style Italian beef. You can get it at Al's. You can get it at Portillo's. Um, you know there there are a lot of kind of local on the wall places where you can get Italian beef. You yeah. don't sit down when you eat this, is what I understand. You, you you can. You just need to be very careful. So it's it's a it's sliced beef on on a on a roll that's. You can get it wet, wet or dry. It's it's usually preferred to get it wet, so it's dipped in the in the the au jus. Um, and they ask if you want sweet or hot peppers. Can you get combo? You can get a combo with an Italian sausage. No, I just mean sweet and hot peppers, like that kind of. Combo. Yeah, yeah. But if 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 you were if you were in in Chicago and you were to say, I'll I'll take a beef wet, you know, hot combo. They'll put an Italian sausage in there for you. Nice. Um, that sounds delicious. It's. It's a phenomenal, phenomenal I mean, sandwich. So, so Italian beef, I have a confession to make. Yeah. I've never had an Italian I, beef. I, I know that. And I'm embarrassed to admit it. I, I mean... I've been to Chicago a number of times. Yeah. I didn't even know it was a thing for a long time. Yeah. I mean, wh- when I go to Portillo's, wh- which is which is a, a big, big Chicago institution, I get a Chicago dog and an Italian beef and fries and a pop. And then you go to bed. <laughs> yeah, and then for like yeah. two years. And then, and then I sleep in my car for two hours. <laughs> I I get up, and then I I leave. Um, I wish we lived closer to Chicago because I would go do that with you right now. <laughs> Not sleep with you. I would go <laughs> eat a sandwich with you. Yeah, um, like the guys from Sonic. You know, yeah, yeah you know. there you go. Um, so, by the way, like I, I have this theory that that those Sonic guys are actually just locked in their car, <laughs> and, and that that's why they just. They just keep eating there, and they're just like, are really always thinking of like conversation topics, like. But like, like if you were to like look in like the backseat of their car, it would be disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> they and... really should start doing that with like cousin Sal and Joe House from the Bill Simmons podcast, like just two guys who just like to eat, <laughs> just locked in their car. Is there anything more frustrating than Sonic? I've had it like three times. But it's, like, not available anywhere. I think the closest one here is in West Virginia. Yeah. I've had it in New Orleans. I think I've yeah. had it a lot of times in New Orleans when I was down there for AmeriCorps. And Sonic is just – it's really, really good. Yeah, I know. We, they, we had them in Florida. They show their ads all the time. Yeah. And I can't freaking get it anywhere. Yeah, it, it, it's it's the worst fast food cheese ever. Yeah. Um. So what, let's, let's, let's blow through some of these other beef ones here. Uh, you have Beef on Rack. Um. You have uh, Baltimore pit beef, roast beef, French dip, and cheesesteak. Well, so let's, let's, let's knock off a couple of these real quick. Um, so obviously cheesesteak and Baltimore pit beef. 
I think the big question is, can you combine beef on rack and pit beef? And is that doing a disservice to like Buffalo? Is that like like just taking the Buffalo Bills and kind of sweeping them under the rug? I, I've never had beef on rack. I, I've never had it either. I, I, I think that – and I actually think that – I mean, I mean this is the thing. As, as much as I hate to say this, with Italian beef, Chicago Italian beef, beef on rack, Baltimore pit beef, and French dip, they're all essentially the same sandwich. Right, they're all basically shaved beef on a roll. Also, shaved beef would be a great like band name. <laughs> hey, do you want to go see Shaved Beef at nine thirty club on Friday? Uh, no, nah, I can't. I'm seeing beef section. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh, beef fest. <laughs> beef fest. <laughs> and you use hashtag beef fest if you're still with oh, us. Oh man, that could be like the sequel to Beer Fest. <laughs> yeah. Oh uh, man, are you chugging some beef? <laughs> um, We're gonna need an editor for that. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, as as much as I, as much as I think that they are their own sandwiches, I think maybe for, for simplicity's sake, it may be easier to just lump all of those. Now, I think that roast beef, beef lump, beef lump. <laughs> We get off of beef. Um, now, now, I think that roast beef. When I think of roast, just a roast beef sandwich, I think of roast beef on an onion roll with horseradish. I think of roast beef on like some wheat bread with mustard. Oh, like a like a, a deli roast beef. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I'm, I'm thinking a cold sandwich, dry. Right, so like not not dip. Yeah, just with some condiment on it. Yeah, I don't think of an. I, I guess maybe an onion roll. I mean, it's like you could do an onion roll. You could do like wheat bread. You could do white bread. Yeah, just like a you know you go into a sandwich like a, any place that makes sandwiches. Like oh, I'll take uh, roast beef. Yeah, so I that's mean, not the that's not a. I would say if we're gonna combine French dip, Baltimore pit beef, beef on rack, and Italian beef, we call it regional slash cultural beef sandwich. Yes, and and I'm I'm fine doing that. And it combines those. I just hope that's not making a super team. I don't think it will. I think, I think all of those are um, are very strong on their own. And and you know and and look, I I think I think immediately you're you're talking a two seed here. Uh, yeah, one or two, a yeah. high two. Yeah, I, um, I I think you're talking to Michigan State. Yeah, <laughs> no, let's not get ahead of ourselves. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, no, I agree. I do think roast beef is its own. Yep. And that's a cold, dry roast beef. Cold. But it, it tastes way better than it sounds. A cold, yeah. dry, cold, dry roast beef does not sound appetizing. No, but it's I'll, an appetizing sandwich. Yeah, I mean, I could, I could. I mean, one of my favorite sandwiches growing, yeah, was was just a roast beef on onion roll with horseradish. Yeah, or mustard. Yeah, or a, a horseradish mustard. If, if you. But will. we're leaving cheesesteak out of the regional cultural beef because it's so its own, and and because of the cheese element. You you don't have cheese on the on those other sandwiches. Baltimore pit beef, you can get cheese on it. You don't always, but you can. You don't always, but but you always have cheese. You always have cheese on cheesesteak. Yeah, it's in the name. Yeah, it's literally the first word. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm good with that. I think we we kind of come up with three beef. In it, yeah, three beefs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the tour actually with beef section. Um, the other two ones, shaved beef and yeah, uh, beef fest. <laughs> 
Um, too much beef. Good thing that we're moving on to Strange. Cause... Yeah, yeah. Well, let's let's move on to Strange. And and I, I I know that we could talk about these two. We're talking about the the Horseshoe, which is a Springfield, Illinois. And you, you don't really find it any any place outside of Springfield. Can e- you recap what the uh, what the Horseshoe is for me and the listeners? So so the the, the Horseshoe is it's a um, hold on, let me. It's it's actually been so long. It's first of all, it's disgusting. Let's let's be let's be abundantly have clear. Have you had here. one? I have. Okay. Uh, when I was in Springfield, um, it's it's um, it's like Texas toast with ham or hamburger, usually hamburger, covered in cheese sauce, and then topped with like crinkle cut French fries. That's right. Right. And there's no bread on top. They're, 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 it's it's an open faced sandwich. So you have to eat the sandwich with a fork and knife. You you do. So now, I can't now, think of any other sandwich on this list. You have to eat with a fork. Well, and well, knife. well. Let's 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 talk about the the next one in the strange category, which is the hot brown. Now the hot brown. This is a Louisville uh, sandwich. I thought it was. Um, I think it's a Louisville sandwich. Hold on, let me let me find this real quick. I thought you said it was a St. Louis sandwich. No, that... no, you're right. It, it was a it's, a it's a it's a Louisville sandwich. The it's, St. Louis sandwich is in the heavy section. It's um, Texas toast with roasted turkey breast, Mornay sauce, and cheese. It's broiled and then topped with two slices of bacon. Um, and then so, and so this then, could it, really be called the Texas toast section. Yeah. So I, I think I think both of us are gonna are gonna come down on the same side of this, and I I, I don't think we need to discuss this much further. I don't think these qualify as sandwiches. I think they're platters, very much in the same way that you, you can go to a Greek restaurant and get like like a euro platter. Yeah, it, it's like the elements of a euro, but it's just kind of out. These are your sandwiches that get into the D two tournament, maybe. This is yeah, like, like your D two, your NIT champions. Yeah, I was gonna say like like I'm like sure these, these yeah like 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 these guys would go far in the NIT. I want to include these for like cultural. Um. You know, just being culturally aware. Sure. But, I mean, I, I just – I also just don't think I, – I think we have a lot of cult, a lot of sandwiches that that hold cultural significance. I just don't – I don't think – I think the biggest problem is these break the cardinal rule. That I, I don't – I'm looking through the rest of these, and I think that this is the only ones that kind of qualify with this. You have to eat these with a fork and knife. Yeah. And I think that knocks them out of the sandwich tournament. Yeah, I, I, I do as well. Um, it was a great great effort. You had a really nice season. Came up just short. You know, you're going to go far in the NIT with your Texas toast. They're, they're your, your University of Illinois. Uh, which, which, you know, given given uh, Champaign-Urbana's proximity to Springfield mm-hmm. and, and, and the horseshoe uh, makes a little sense. The only reason why I would want to advance these is because later on in the podcast we're going to talk about our homework yeah and what we have to do to prepare for the the tournament yeah and i would like to have to try these as part of our homework i i feel like we could still try some uh some some non some non-contestants okay then in that case we we can call that extra credit Ooh, nice um yeah in that case you know i'm sorry horseshoe and hot brown yeah Um, i know i know the hot brown is very important to people in louisville i don't think it's important to anybody else um not making it. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. You uh you did. 
So, all right, let's uh, let's move on to the next section, which we've titled kind of Delhi, and, and and which honest, I mean, I feel like you could do your own tournament just with Delhi. And these are, you know, really, I think the biggest qualifier of Delhi is square bread. Delhi's your Big Ten, right? Delhi is your strongest conference. You you, you got to be feeling good if if you if you're if you're top three in Delhi. I mean, you're 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 feeling great, right? Um, all right, so let's just start first one, the Ruben. One seed. Yeah, that's 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 an easy one. And this includes your turkey Ruben. Yeah. But it's your corned beef or your turkey Ruben. And I think it also includes your Rachel, which substitutes coleslaw for the sauerkraut. Yeah. Because it's still essentially, it's just a different flavor cabbage. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I think I think the Ruben is, it's easy. I don't uh, want to give too much away about this, but this this is your one seed. This is probably your number one overall seed. I'm going to throw this out there. We don't have to talk about, about it very long. How much of the fact that that both of us are Jewish? How much do you think of that weighs into us seeding this that high? I seed this that high because if I go anywhere and I'm like I want a sandwich and I can't decide what to get, if I get a Reuben, it will be good. Sure, it can. I could be TGI Fridays and a Reuben is going to be a good dinner or lunch, probably lunch. Yeah, I can be at Cat's Deli and a Reuben is going to be a great choice. Yeah. And this is not this – now, the only way you classify as a Reuben is some sort of cabbage, Swiss cheese, yeah. and Russian slash a thousand island dressing. Yeah. That is the only way you're qualifying as a Reuben or a Rachel. Yeah. And, and, and toasted rye. And, and, and rye bread. And, yeah, rye. and rye bread. So, um, yeah. I don't think we need to go much further. No. These, this is in. We'll, we'll be talking about this a lot. Yeah. Now, kind of the, the base of that is – what what you've kind of classified as just New York Deli, which is just either pastrami or corned beef on rye. With like a mustard. Yeah, with – Probably yeah. Swiss cheese again. Or maybe Munster. Yeah, possibly. Um, one one kind of quick side question. Are you a mustard on the sandwich or a mustard on the side? On the sandwich. Maybe. I, I, I like mustard on the sandwich. Maybe a little extra that I can dip in. But for the most part – I mean I, I don't want multiple steps in my sandwich. Yeah. That's why I don't like the fork and knife element of a I, I'm a mustard on the side guy. Interesting. Yeah, you know, whatever. I, I whatever like the, floats your boat. Yeah, I, I like... This is another... It's part of the experience. This is another one that's in. This is like... I hate saying it this year, but I'm going to say it. This is like a Michigan and a Michigan State. Like, two... To- this and the Reuben are like two top seeds that are very similar. Yeah. But they're they're different. And I'm only saying they're similar because they're, they're geographically Michigan Michigan State are similar. Yeah. They're not similar teams. Um... I mean, this is this is probably you know like a, a very high seed, a two seed, a three seed. Yeah, um, the Reuben is just a, a better version of this. Um, also, I, I think I like pastrami, but it is a it, it is a big step down from corned beef. I think. Ooh, I, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. I, I think they're I think they're equal. I think I think they're equal meats. I don't think so. I would put tur- I would put good turkey above pastrami. I, th- I think it depends. I, I think that's a matter of context. I think that's a matter of context. But I, I still, I, th- I think good pastrami is is absolutely phenomenal. And, and and I and I think I think gets a little bigfooted by by corned beef. Corned beef is just I mean, pastrami. It's like 
I'll leave it. But yeah, I'll yeah. leave it. Um, so this is getting in. Yeah, yeah. So so let's let's go. We're we're gonna go three salads in a row pretty quickly here. I think all three of these are, are, are gonna are gonna be admitted very easily. Mm-hmm. Egg to the chicken salad salad. Um, you know, egg salad is for me a sneaky number one seed. I don't know if it's a sneaky number one. I think it's that five seed that makes the final four. God, I love egg salad. Egg salad is great. So my best egg salad experience, <laughs> egg salad is highly underrated. When I was in, I think I was freshman in high school, I went to New York with my mom, and we went to one of the like the big Jewish delis in Times yeah. Square. My mom got an egg salad sandwich. It was like six inches high. Yeah. I mean, it was just, I've never seen egg salad like that, and it was so good. Egg salad is something I do not have enough. Yeah. I, I, I can't remember the last time I had egg salad. You know what? But I bought a carton of eggs today. I'm gonna boil them up tomorrow. Egg salad, egg salad. Boom. Um, the yeah. only question with these three salads I have, all three of these are getting in. Yeah, because they're all, they're all very different. Um, yes. I feel like chicken salad is not. It's probably the lowest seed out of these, but it's really good. I think this is the thing. I think chicken salad has seen a rebirth as being healthy. Yeah. You go to Panera, right? You you, you go to like a place like that, and you. Like chicken salad. You want to know the best way to ruin chicken salad? Dried cherries and get grapes. Any kind of fruit does not belong in chicken salad. No. I I don't even think walnuts. I I like nuts. Like to eat nuts. I like to eat nuts. (laughs) I do not think that. I think chicken salad is just just chicken, mayo, and celery. Yeah, that's it. Get your fruit out of my chicken salad. Maybe a little bit of mustard for a little bit of spice. You can do some spice. You can do some salt and pepper too. Yeah. But get your fruit but, but, out of my freaking chicken salad. That's it. Chicken salad with fruit has no place in this tournament. No. no. You, can, that, you can take that, yeah. you can walk out the door with it, and you can fire that coach. Because he should not have been playing fruit. No. Fruit should have been buried on the bench. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, fr- fruit should have had never been on the team in the first place. No. Like, like, if you want to talk practice squad. I guess. Maybe. Right. I don't think I'm ever going to practice my chicken salad with some grapes in it. <laughs> no. Never. Oh, horrible. The only the only question I have I think it's I think we've answered it. You don't combine these three salads into salads. No. no. Are we missing shrimp salad? I, I don't think shrimp salad deserves to make the cut. I think if we did this podcast in 2023, I think shrimp I think shrimp salad is on the rise. Really? I think shrimp salad will have a resurgence in the next 10 years. No, can I can I ask you a question? Not not to jump ahead here. And we have a lot of sandwiches to go, folks. We so, do. So, so stay with us. Buckle up. Um, why don't you include whitefish under breakfast? Yeah, that's that's for later. That's because it's, it's the breakfast, you know, the breakfast conference. But, but, but it's still a salad, though, that you get at a deli. On a bagel. Have you ever eaten whitefish salad just by itself? Yeah, with crackers. And, and, and horseradish. Well, a cracker is just a small sandwich. I'm, I'm just saying, I associate it with deli. Interesting. Eh, I mean, it, it could have gone either place. Yeah, yeah. I usually eat it for breakfast. Um, we, we should go get whitefish on Saturday. I do love right, whitefish. <laughs> um... All right, so let's, so those three are all in. Yeah, th- th- those are th- those are 
Yeah, that's money in the bank right there. This is, I mean, I'm not going to lie. Like, ranking these is going to be very tough. It's going to be incredibly difficult. Um, I hope you're ready for for this jelly <laughs> and peanut butter. Yeah, which is at the end of this podcast. Yeah. Um, the, the, the club. I think the next three kind of go together. They're all a sandwich with lots of different kinds of meat on them, like multiple different kinds of meat. So your club could be like a ham, turkey, and bacon. And and, and I think you you have just a just cold cut at the end of this. Mm-hmm. I, I, th- I think you can just say a mixed cold cut sandwich. And include all of these? Yeah. So it, include with, with, club. With, the, with the exception of BLT. Right. Yeah, BLT is its own. Yeah. I think, and I think BLT gets in. BLT, like grilled cheese, I think we're going to have very different opinions on because I don't like tomatoes. So to me, a BLT yeah. is just bacon and lettuce, which is – that's like a snack. Yeah. Um, okay, so BLT's in. Yeah, I'll, I'll mark that one. So just cold cut, I feel like is – I just wanted to make sure we had that because I didn't want to finish this podcast and have somebody be like, you didn't include just like a turkey and mustard sandwich. All right. All right. So so, so let's, let's combine like club, turkey, avocado, bacon, and dagwood. In, as your multiple meat sandwich. Yeah. Your multiple your multiple thin sliced deli meat sandwich. So your I'm I'm updating this. Your multi meat sandwich. And I'd be okay calling all three of those a club. Yeah. Cuz I mean like I think avocado could definitely be on a club sandwich. Oh yeah. I I mean you can throw sprouts on it. it, it it's And we added dagwood to this. Before we started. Yeah. That was when we came across. Um, I've never had a Dagwood. I'd, I'd like to try a, a traditional Dagwood. It sounded it sounded pretty good. It's it's a couple layers of meat, a couple layers of bread. It's got some olives on top. Yeah. Now, I, now I'm not a huge – I do not like olives. Well, see, I, 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 I feel the same way about olives that you do about tomatoes. Um, I would like to try a Dagwood because I've never, I've never had a traditional Dagwood yeah. that I, I – or maybe I have and I don't know it. Maybe that's real sneaky. So yeah, your multi your multi meat cl- I would even say multi meat club sandwich is how I would call what I would call that. There you go. Um, and then your BLT and your cold cut. Yeah, and and I think I think both. I feel the same way about BLT as I do grilled cheese. I don't remember the last time I had a BLT. Actually, I feel like because tomatoes are seasonal, I I will maybe have like one BLT. Are tomatoes like, like, still seasonal. Yeah. In 2013, tomatoes are seasonal? I don't eat tomatoes during the winter. I've never not seen a tomato at the grocery store. Yeah, but tomatoes during the winter are awful because they come from South America. I mean, I, I feel like tomatoes are awful all the time. Sure. I, I just – I usually get tomatoes during the summer because to, to me, tomatoes taste like summer. Okay. I can see that. I feel like the BLT for me is just – like you were saying, it's, 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 not, it's not a full meal. If I eat a BLT, I'm going to eat something else in about 10 minutes. Because it doesn't have the tomatoes. Yeah, and and I and I think I, I think it's it's one of those sandwiches that, again, you you need you need something that goes with it. Um, I th- I could see a BLT being like a, a Tennessee, where they're a, a three seed that gets knocked off way too early. Oh yeah, 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 definitely. Um, well let, let's let's move on to 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 the heavy section here now. Now, I, I've been looking forward to this one. This is a fun yeah, one. Yeah, I mean, this this has got to be a really solid one here. Let's start off with a, a, another kind of childhood favorite of mine, uh, sausage and peppers. Now, w- when I was growing up, a little sausage and pepper story, um, the the big the big kind of fair in Miami is the Miami-Dade Youth Fair and Exposition. 
and we would go every year, and I would always get a sausage and peppers sandwich sub at at the end of the night. That was always we would be there the entire day, and we would you know we would eat pretty much like breakfast, lunch, and dinner there. Go on the ride and see all the the stuff and puke everywhere. Yeah, um, and I would always get a sausage and peppers at the end of the night. Even like elementary school, Anthony was always getting the sausage and peppers. So I've really never had a sausage and pepper sandwich. Oh my god! Wow. If if you are still with us, breaking news. I mean, like I, I feel like you're opening up to, to to our listenership here, and I don't really feel that I've missed anything. I've had sausage. I've had peppers. Harris Teeter has a sausage and peppers sub. I just don't have a desire. If I want sausage and peppers, I'm going to get it on a calzone or a pizza. I don't want it as a sandwich. Fair enough. I, again, I mean, I, sausage and peppers is quite possibly one of my three favorite foods. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it, it's, I mean, I, I love it and I love it in a sandwich. I'd rather have it just on a plate with a pierogi or something. But Fair enough. I mean, enough. I, I feel like it means so much to you, I, I would let this one in. Yeah. Um, it, it'll be interesting when we come to this one. I feel like this is going to be one that it's like a two seed that gets knocked off second round. Yeah, and if this was just me seeding it, this would be like a – if it made it in, it'd be like a 12 seed. Yeah. Like a, a, a 12 seed where it's a, it's a major team yeah. that just kind of snuck in. Yeah. And I, could, I, I think kind of taking my biases aside – I mean, it's 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 not something that you eat, and I think this is something that we really haven't talked about. Like some of these, you just don't eat a lot. No. Some of them you do, right? Like I like I feel like like I maybe have two sausage and pepper subs a year. I feel like sausage and peppers is another one that's like a like a sloppy Joe where it's annoying. Do you lose the filling a lot in a sausage and pepper sub? You have to kind of put it back in. Not not if you have a really good roll. Okay, but for the most part, okay. Yeah, not if you have a really good roll. Yeah. Well, the the next sandwich is another one that's important to you. Yeah. So the the, the pork tenderloin sandwich, which is, I mean, it's a big Midwest sandwich. Not um, in Michigan. Well, in I in like Indiana and Illinois. When I lived downstate Illinois, um, I mean, pork tenderloin sandwiches were were a huge thing. Um, I mean, it's basically just a flattened piece of pork tenderloin that's breaded and fried, and it's usually three times the size of the bun that it's on. Um, I mean, look, I, I, I think it, I think it makes the cut because it fulfills all of the all of the metrics of, of what we're looking for. I think it's a very low seed sandwich that's going to get knocked off pretty quick. Yeah, this is a very regional sandwich. Yeah, this is like a butler, but a butler in a bad year. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 this is like a BYU. Like if BYU made the tournament. Yeah, I think that's a better that's a better example. Yeah. Okay, that's going to make it. That's fine. This one is one I added late. Yeah. And it's one I thought of. It's a very home-style sandwich. Yeah. A meatloaf sandwich. I am a huge fan of meatloaf. You'll do anything for sandwich, <laughs> but you won't do that. I won't put pork tenderloin in my bracket. <laughs> uh, I think. I mean, I, I just – I think it's great. I think meatloaf is one of the best uses of ketchup. Yeah. And it by itself, it's really good. A sandwich is like a use for extra meatloaf that you have left over the next day. I don't think anybody makes meatloaf to make a sandwich. If you if you make meatloaf and you put it out of the oven, you're not putting it on bread. You're just going to eat it with a fork and knife. Yeah, it's it's weird because it's it's purely a sandwich of consequence. Yeah. Right? I mean, 
I mean, I don't think I've ever gone to a restaurant and, and said, oh, I'll, I'll take a meatloaf sandwich. But it's on the menu a lot. That's why I added it, because I feel like I see it on the menu a lot. Yeah, but I don't think I've ever ordered it. But I've had plenty of meatloaf sandwiches where it's just like, hey, like we've got like extra bread mm-hmm. and left of meatloaf. Bada bing, bada boom, you got a sandwich. I feel like this one actually goes with one of the miscellaneous sandwiches we have. I'm going to move it up. The Thanksgiving leftover sandwich. Yeah. Both are sandwiches that invite mashed potatoes. Oh. See, I, I feel like both of the both of those sandwiches um, are are very creatively driven sandwiches. I feel like you could do a lot with them. Um, I you know I I don't really see either of them going very far, but I definitely see them both making the tournament. Yeah, I think they should both make the tournament, and they're both they're both leftover sandwiches. Do you think that they should be combined? Home-style leftover sandwiches? Yeah, I, I do. I, I do. I, turkey, I, I, you can have your turkey version your beef version. Yep. I like it. So I okay. will... So c- make that home-style leftover sandwiches. And, I mean, I don't think I've had meatloaf in years. But I am a big... F- my, my mom makes amazing meatloaf. I feel like... I've, I feel like there's, like, a secret class where, like, moms go and, like, learn how to make meatloaf. I've tried to make it, and it never comes out, though. And I've used recipe. I cannot make meatloaf to save my yeah. Well, I would also do it in, like, small pans so they'd be individual meatloafs. Nice. So they didn't get all dried out. Yeah. I also feel like every mom, like, will make it a point of saying that their meatloaf is the best meatloaf. And I think every son will say their mom's meatloaf is the best meatloaf. Yeah. Or I feel like also some sons would say, like, I hated meatloaf tonight. Oh, I loved it. Yeah, I did, too. But I, I could see some people being like, oh. Like, when you're a little kid, it's like, meatloaf night? Again? Like, we just had meatloaf night. No, I, I was I was always ecstatic for it. Mm-hmm. Um, well, let's move, let's move on to, I mean, th- this one is both kind of kind of heavy and weird. Um, you know, the, the St. Paul. Now, the St. Paul is a, is a sandwich out of St. Louis. We just discovered this right before we started. Surprisingly, not out of St. Paul, Minnesota. It is a crispy egg food young patty. Served on white bread with mayonnaise, lettuce, pickles, American cheese. Um, this sounds really bad for you. First of but all, really awesome. I I would love to drink, I don't know, like two or three forties, and then just <laughs> go down on one of these sandwiches. Like, yeah, like that sounds like an amazing way to spend a Tuesday night. I think that the St. Paul is one of the best things we've discovered in a while. Yeah, I love egg for young. I also I also feel like at some point in the next couple of weeks we're gonna be ordering some egg foo young from a really Mandarin. It's right by our house. Yeah, it's the best place for egg foo young around here. Yeah, and get so you got. I feel like with adding it up, you need Texas. You need it said Texas toast or just no? It just bread? says served on white bread. You need thick Texas toast. I See, think. I I think you need Wonder Bread or Wonder Bread. Okay, I could do Wonder Bread. Yeah, and mayo, lettuce, tomato, cheese. Without the tomato, yes, actually, without. actually, there is no tomato. It's oh, just perfect. Lettuce, pickles, and American cheese. And the lettuce is like nasty shredded iceberg. I mean, yeah. not the, I like shredded. I really like shredded iceberg lettuce. I think it's all. All it does is add texture and water. Yeah, yeah, that's it. So, is the St. Paul is like the surprise conference tournament winner? Yeah, I mean, there was. It's like USC winning the the Pac-12 tournament. You're like, they weren't. They didn't do anything all year, and all of a sudden, no. they're in the tournament. 
No, they 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 just they they caught fire at the end. And, and look, they might keep this momentum going. I mean, they they or they might not. But you know, what? it's good to have it. It's 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 good to have it. Uh, good to have it in the tourney. Yep, we're we're gonna go with that. Now now the next one is uh, you have a here as, as the Pittsburgh style sandwich. Um, if if you've ever been to a um, Permani Brothers, um, it's it's a it's the the Permani sandwich. Which is um, it's 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 like beef and like coleslaw and French fries, oh. all, all all on the sandwich. And all, they have all lots on. they have lots of different kinds there too. I got yeah. a colossal fish, which was a giant fish patty. Yeah, it was actually. I mean, I felt like horrible. And then I went and sat in a hundred weather and watched baseball all day. Yeah, I felt terrible. But they, you know, they do a turkey. They do breakfast ones. Yeah. But it's it's really your Pittsburgh style, and I think the thing that makes it Pittsburgh style is the French fries. I mean, the coleslaw yeah. too, but really the French fries on the bread. Um, this has to make it. This this is a culturally significant sandwich. Yeah, and it's really good. Yeah, no, I, I've 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 only had it once. Um, one of our one of our mutual friends is from Pittsburgh, and I I, I went up there uh, a few years ago and, and had it. I thought it was phenomenal. Yeah. Um, and if you go to Pittsburgh, please go to a baseball game. That stadium is gorgeous. Yeah. Get a Permani, then don't get Permani at the stadium. I just don't think it would be the same. Go to Permani's, um, get a sandwich. This one's in. Also, apparently Cleveland does their own version of the sandwich. It's supposed to be just as good. Huh. Yeah, I feel like like Cleveland is a somewhat underrated sandwich city. Yeah. I haven't really had anything amazing there, but, you know, whatever. I, I feel like theoretically it should be yeah. just like the rest of Cleveland, but it probably isn't. Yeah. Um. So the, the next one here, I'm I'm curious that you have this under heavy because I, I think I think of it so much as as a breakfast sandwich, um, the the Monte Cristo. Um, this is a deep fried sandwich. How do you not call this heavy? Because it's a breakfast sandwich. It's got ham and I feel it's got like ham turkey. I've i I always saw it at Bennigan's. <laughs> it was always on the menu at Bennigan's and I never got it. But yeah, like, I don't and, think I've and, ever had a Monte and, Cristo. And, and that and that's where you're still alive. Yeah. Um. You know, walk. I don't want to put this in. I, I just I don't know why I have a huge grudge against the Monte Cristo. Probably because you associate with Bennigan's. I, I think you have to put it in there. I think this thing is going to get just blown away. This is a 16 seed. I mean, look, you you, you need some cannon fodder, and and I think this thing is just going to get it's it's going to get demolished. I don't agree that it's a 16 seed. I think it might be like a 14. I don't think it's the worst sandwich in the tournament. I think it's got a it got a good cult following. It's like a Boston college. But it, it's a one-trick pony. The only thing it does is is breakfast slash brunch. Be deep fried. Where do you get – I don't even know where you get a Bonnie Cristo. Probably like tune in I bet would have one. There, there used to be a there used to be a French place in in uh, Arlington years ago that I remember I got one at. But, yeah. um, you know, that's that's it. That's the only thing I – that's the only thing I – only place I remember getting one. So now uh, we're going to move on to our next category. This is the dog section. And no, we're not going to be talking about little white Mortys. We're going to be talking about hot dogs. <laughs> um, so, so this is a very this is a very hard subject for me because I, I, think, I think hot dogs may be my favorite food. Really? Who are you, Jeremy? It, it's up there. Um, but I don't think they belong on this. I don't think they're a sandwich. I, I think I think the difference between a hamburger and a hot dog is, at least in my mind, a, a hamburger 
qualifies as a sandwich, it, right? Like, like it, it meets like the basic kind of like sandwich criteria. I just don't think a hot dog does. No, I think a hot dog, especially. So we have three kinds of dogs on here. We have Chicago dog, Coney, Detroit Coney, and, and like a New York it, dog. It, it just a hot dog. Just yeah. you know, your hot dog with mustard on it. Yeah. I think the only one that could make the tournament is the Chicago dog. Yeah. And even that, I, again, I think we leave all of them off. Again, I feel the same way about about hot dogs as I do about hamburgers. I think there are there's so many different kinds of hot dogs. I think the 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 variety of hot dog. I, I just think I think it overwhelms everything else. Um, you know, I'm fine just scrapping the whole. You know. Hot dogs have a great place. And also, there's kind of been a hot dog resurgence on the East Coast. There has where been. Where you see a lot of these hot dog places that make, you know, a, a chili mac hot dog or yeah. a, a crab dip hot dog. Yeah. Um, yeah I, I, just, again, I think there's a lot of good contenders. I just don't think we need to add hot dogs. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right, cool. Um, our next one is a is another one sandwich category. A, a, little, a little unconventional, but I think I'm fine with that. The, the ice cream sandwich. And it's uh, going to be ice cream in between two cookies. Yeah. Um, you know, I – look, I, I think this belongs, frankly, only for argument's sake. I want to include it. I feel like this is when they have that argument of, like, do you let the Northern Illinois in? The the, the pretty good small conference yeah. school that didn't win its conference – but it had a really good season. I mean, it's such a it's such a Cinderella story. Yeah. Right. Like, like they probably have like a young, good looking coach. You know, they, they they probably got some like some guys that have overcome some stuff. You know, a couple of years ago, there was a big argument over whether to let VCU into the tournament. Yeah. Because they didn't win their conference. No, they did not, and, and they made the final four. Yeah. It had a, made the tournament very interesting. Yeah. So I think we're putting ice cream sandwich in. I I, th- I think you got to put ice cream sandwich in. I have an idea where it's going to end up, though, but we'll see. Yeah, I, I also think it. Yeah, I, I, I agree with that. I think it's going to be fascinating. Congrats, ice cream. Yeah, you, yeah. are you, we? You, talking? You've made it. So is the is the standard ice cream sandwich chocolate cookies with vanilla ice cream? I, I think that's the standard. Now there is also the the chocolate chip cookie with with vanilla ice cream. There's a place in East Lansing that does a chocolate. It's, it's called Melting Moments, and they do a chocolate chip cookie with ice cream, vanilla ice cream in the middle. And it's fantastic. Yeah. Um, but well, I, they do the astronaut ice cream sandwich, too, which is kind of weird. You ever have that? No. What, what, what's? Uh, it's just like the dehydrated ice cream sandwich. Oh, that's fascinating. Yeah. Go to the um, Air and Space Museum and you can get it. All right. You'll pay like six bucks for it. Do you never had astronaut ice cream as a kid? Oh, yeah. Of course. Yeah. They have an ice cream sandwich version. Oh. It's fascinating. Yeah. It's cool. Um, so, so, so let's go. There's a bit of a. A bit of a, a you know a miscellaneous category here. Um, so you've got just your 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 grilled chicken breast or fried chicken breast sandwich. Mm-hmm. Um, Which the fried chicken breast is also going to include like a Chick Fil A, like a Southern style. Yeah, right. You, you got your your Chick Fil A, your KFC. Um, I feel like like any restaurant you go to, you can just get a grilled chicken breast sandwich on a bun. Yeah. Um, with lettuce, probably bacon and cheese. Yeah, right. So I mean, you're, you're talking about a sandwich that you can build upon, or or have, you know, on its very basic level, your your Chick Fil A just with a, a a butter bun and a pickle. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's you know, absolutely, you, you gotta you gotta let that in. 
Uh, next one's the, the buffalo chicken. So sandwich. are we combining grilled and fried chicken, or are those two different? I I, I think I think you can combine them because frankly, I, I I think that you know at, at their at their core at their most minimal, it's it's I think they're they're so similar. Um, yeah, I I just I don't see any any drastic difference that that's worth that's worth separating them. And a lot of times when you order, you'll say, "Hey, I'll have a chicken sandwich." You'll say, "Do you want the fried, right. or, do yeah, breaded or grilled?" Yeah, um, yeah, I'm okay. I'm okay with that. I, I think I do think they're getting dangerously close to hamburger territory, but I think they're very different. I think they're very different be, because they don't have the same cultural significance as the hamburger. Yeah, and hopefully, you know, you know, you have the team with the the guy with the off court issues. Hopefully, the off court issues of Chick Fil A don't mess up the season for the chicken sandwich. Yeah, right. I mean, this this is not this is your Penn State. Penn State never makes the tournament. Well, it, are you it, saying because of the off court, the off field? Yeah, like, this is like your Manti Teo. Yeah, if the season was still going on. Yeah, right. Like your Tyrone Matthew from LSU. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it's, it's going to be interesting. I, I think because it's, I mean, look, your, your regular just chicken sandwich is so relatively bland. And obviously we'll talk more about this in the second pod. I don't know. I, I'm not handicapping this as a very high seed. I, I, I think, I think this is going to come in surprisingly low and not go very many places. Yeah. You're um, probably right. But yeah, so let's let's the the this the second one here is is kind of a kind of a local favorite, the buffalo chicken sandwich. And this is not the buffalo chicken cheesesteak. No. This is a buffalo chicken sandwich. So so this is the thing. I actually think if since that's the case, this should just be combined with chicken. Like the like the chicken grilled or fried. Because I, I feel like like if if you're gonna say, okay, you know, your, your chicken grilled or fried, and you could put bacon and cheese on it. You could put all these things. Put barbecue on it. You could put barbecue. You could put buffalo on it. it, it it's the same. I mean, I, I, I think you knock it out. It's it's too close to just your, your grilled slash fried chicken sandwich. Um, I'm okay with the, the just being just chicken grilled or fried or buffaloed. Okay. All right. All together. Okay. So, so, so we'll – We'll, we'll add blood buffalo as as another category to to just chicken. What you are starting to see a lot, and you know maybe this is actually one to add. You're starting to see buffalo chicken wraps a lot, and also you're starting to see. Well, you have seen this for a long time. Caesar chicken wraps. Yeah. So it, it's funny because at the at the cafeteria at work or where I used to work, they they had they had a, an entire wrap station, which I feel like a lot of people went. Oh yeah, like I'll just go get a wrap. It's healthier. Wrap station. So they play like Lil Wayne, and L- Lil two Wayne. Chain. Yeah, a, a little two chains. Yeah. You know, a little all, Nas. All on the wrap station. All on the wrap station. Um, but like you would go and look at like the like at the calorie counts and like nutritional information. Like the buffalo, like the buffalo chicken wrap was like one of the most unhealthy things you could possibly get. Yeah, because it's fried chicken covered in in uh, and, blue cheese dressing. And, yeah, blue cheese dressing, buffalo sauce. And, it was awful. Yeah. So, but anyway, um, this isn't a health podcast. Yeah, yeah, again, this is not a health <laughs> podcast. Um, in, in case you haven't figured that out in the first hour and a half, the the next one is 
very much just like the like the the standard. So are we not letting the Caesar? I feel like Caesar chicken wrap should make it. Wraps don't count. I don't count wraps. But chickens. I feel like chicken Caesar wrap is. It's a wrap. It's not a sandwich, right? The, the the fact that there was a wrap station and there was a separate sandwich station where I used to work, I think I think just further goes to prove that like it it's two different things. If you want to have a wrap cast, right? If you want to talk about buffalo chicken, if you want to talk about Jay Z, if you want to talk about Caesar, if if you want to talk about Although I feel like Caesar rap would be a really good rapper name. <laughs> hey, you King want Caesar? Yeah. Hey, you want to go see Caesar rap at the Fillmore? No, I can't. I'm going to see uh, Beef Section. Beef Section at nine thirty o'clock. Okay. So this is a Chicken Caesar rap is a bubble team that I'm really mad isn't making the tournament. This is Virginia Tech. They've had they've had a good enough season. They've knocked off a couple big teams. I'm, you know, I'm. But Joe, their strength of schedule was awful. Yeah, I, I'm Joe Lenardi, and I'm, I'm, I got all the other teams right. I didn't get this one. I'm not happy about this. I'm conceding it. But I want you to tweet if you're still listening. What do you think? Like, let us use the hashtag Caesar Wrap and let us know in or out. Yeah. Is is this bubble team in or out? Yeah. I think Caesar Wrap is in. Unfortunately, you don't. No. Sometimes and, and you got to concede. Sometimes you got to go. Yeah. So sorry, Caesar Rap. Uh, I'll see yeah. you on the flippity flip. <laughs> yeah. I'll see you on the rap station. <laughs> well, let, let's 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 move on to our final two of miscellaneous. Um, bologna sandwich. My bologna has a first name. It's it's O S C A R. Yeah. Or N A T T Y B R O H S. There we go. Um, you know, I I think th- this is why I I, I think it, it belongs in very much again like the like the sloppy Joe. Like the grilled cheese, I feel like bologna sandwich. It, it's there's something very very American about it. it there's something just some very quintessentially Americana. I, re- I remember my my father when I was growing up would allow himself like once a year one fried bologna sandwich with mayonnaise. You ever notice that bologna is just cold hot dog in a different shape? <laughs> no, I, I, mind blown. It is the exact same thing. This is the only. This is the type of analysis you get an hour and forty minutes into a Natty Bros podcast. Yeah, it <laughs> it, it really is. I mean, it's just like I haven't had bologna in a long time. I think one of my when I was in AmeriCorps, you know, we didn't get much money for food, so my roommates would go out. Sometimes we go grocery shopping, and like I think Jeremy came home with bologna once, and I was like, "What the fuck is this?" I'm eating a cold hot dog in a, in a <laughs> flat shape. Like, spend 35 more cents and buy roast beef. It's like, I went to college for this? Yeah. Come on. Also, one time he came, they came back with chopped ham. Oh, God. Have you ever had chopped ham? It's disgusting. The, I mean, it was Stan who brought it back, and I think he did. He just thought it was ham. I, 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 feel, like, I feel like chopped ham is something that you get at like a, like a truck stop. Yeah. <laughs> For some reason. I mean, this is like they take the front end of the pig <laughs> and the back end of the pig. And all the rest of it, they make, you know, bacon and, and pork chops. But, like, the like the first six inches and the last six inches, <laughs> they throw it in a grinder and make chopped ham. <laughs> but, all right. so you, but Chopped yeah. ham is also remixed ham radio. We can, we can, we can. Hey, am I, I getting a signal here? <laughs> Solar flares. They're really messing up my chopped ham. <laughs> All right. Well, I, I think I think you gotta let bologna sandwich. 
uh, in. Yeah. Dan, I don't know if it's going to go very far, but. Is there yeah. anything else you put on a bologna sandwich except yellow mustard? And mayonnaise. Or mayonnaise, yeah. And, bu- and probably butter. <laughs> <laughs> Again, like, like th- this is, like, we're not talking about something you eat for your health. No. You're, this is you're eating for getting your wallet. Yeah. Or, or, or because you, you're you trying to like, gain weight for a role oh, in like a movie. Robert De Niro and, yeah. and Raging Bull. Well, let's, let's talk about something that, that you do eat for your health. Now, you just have a veggie sandwich. And I, I think there's two kind of offshoots of this. One is like a sandwich is just a lot of vegetables and maybe some hummus. Okay. On like a nine grain. Yeah. Which I think should get in. This is this is like the year Harvard got in. Yeah. This is – I feel like this is the sandwich that everyone there, – there's a part of everyone that guiltily feels like they should be rooting for veggie sandwich. Yeah. You see it on the menu and you're like, you know, I should get a veggie sandwich and like – Oh, but oh, there's wait. also like a buffalo chicken wrap. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'll take the buffalo chicken wrap. Yeah, oh right, you, you guys have fried bologna here. Yeah, I'll take two and a bag of chips in a pot. Yeah, but but you thought about the veggie sandwich. You're like, you know, like I haven't had sprouts and cucumbers in a really long time. Yeah. Oh, you guys have corned beef. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Um. So that veggies in. I I, I think I think veggies in. I, I I think I think it's a middle of the pack sandwich. Avocado. Is like the awesome point guard that got veggie sandwich. See, this is the thing: you know that avocado is only there for one year. Avocados are one and done. Yeah, and hummus is the really good center. So you got you got avocado throwing alley oops to hummus. Although I feel like hummus is 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 your your day day, right? Hummus hummus is gonna stay there for four years. This is Draymond Green he's referring to. Yeah, right. Like yeah, uh, like like hummus is your base. Hummus is your your character guy. He's your team leader, um, and your shooting guard is is like carrots. Your small forward is is sprouts. Your power forward is cucumbers. Yeah, yeah. And but, nine, nine grain is your coach. Yeah, but yeah, you, you know you have nine grain Izzo, and but that damn avocado, it's, it's but it takes it, it takes over. I mean it, it's getting. It's getting nine and six every game, fourteen and six every game. Oh yeah, with without a doubt, and 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 you may even get eighteen out of it in the tourney. Yeah, right. But watch out for the veggie sandwich. This is going to be that surprise elite eight team that you're like, oh my god, the veggie sandwich made it. Like bracket buster. This is the girl in your office picked veggie sandwich because she wanted to be healthy, and now she's going to win the tournament bracket. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I can I can totally see that. Well, the, there's one other veggie sandwich I wanted to go okay. real quick. This is your tomato basil mozzarella sandwich. Your your, your caprese. It's just the thing. Do you? Oh, yeah, I guess you do. I was gonna say, do you really have that in a sandwich? You go to a Kosi or a uh, yeah, a Devon and Blakely. I, I I mean, how you? I mean, I I again that that's like that's the kind of sandwich that I make during the summer. Mm-hmm. You know, a little bit of olive oil, a little bit of balsamic vinegar, like a really nice Italian bread with a, with a little bit of a, a crust to it. So there, there's a crunch there. Do you put bread on both sides? Or is this yes. a heated open face? Okay. If yes. you put bread on both sides, I'm okay putting it in. I don't like tomatoes, so I don't ever eat this sandwich. Yeah. Um, but I'm okay with it getting in. I mean, you, you could also, in, instead of basil, just put a, a nice pesto. I like pesto. Yeah. Um, so you want, that, you want that in? You think it's in? I, 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 I think... I think you can lump that in with veggie. To to, to be a- absolutely honest with you, I I I know it's different, but 
I mean, I, I feel like there are so many varieties of vegetables that you could just lump between two pieces of bread that that that, that a veggie option sandwich. And your fresh mozzarella kind of subs in for the hummus, maybe? Yeah, right. It, it's Texturally, it's somewhat similar. The tomato is still there. Um, you know, the basil is, is you know, it, it kind of is a substitute for sprouts. Um, so I, I feel like the formula is very much all all the same. All right. I'm cool with that. Um, well, let's let's now move on to the breakfast sandwiches, um, which, you know, I, I, I think I think there, there's there's a lot of strong candidates there. Let's let's start off. I'm going to go out of order here. I think you should. Um, bagel and locks. I I don't think it's a sandwich. I don't think it's a sandwich either. I love it. I I I, I can't even think of a, a sports comparison to this one. Well, let me put it this way: if if bagel and locks have the same nutritional content as broccoli, right? I would eat bagel and locks every day of my life. Mm-hmm. There wouldn't even be a question. I would never get tired of it. It would. It would just be a staple of my diet. My biggest problem with bagel and locks when you get when I make it at home, I love it. When I get it out somewhere, yeah, I like the bagel with cream cheese and locks, and you eat it open faced like that. I don't like it when they put the other bagel on no. top and cut it in half. And I think that's become like a standard. Well, they do that at Eastern Market, and they do it a lot of delis. Yeah, and and I and I don't I don't like that. To again, I think you're right. To me, it's not a sandwich. Like it's a platter on a bagel. Yes. Right. It's, so like like when I was growing up, we would have bagels and locks and eggs um, every every Sunday morning for breakfast. Mm-hmm. You get up. We you know my my dad would go on on either Friday afternoons or on Saturdays to go get go get bagels. So, you know, we, we had bagels. We always had locks, cream cheese. And we always did bagel, cream cheese, or butter, cream cheese, locks. You do butter and cream cheese? Oh, yeah. Weird. We, I've never, ever, ever done that. I like a little bit of butter and cream cheese. I just don't, I don't even think you taste it, the butter. You, you, you kind of do. It, it, it actually it makes the cream cheese pop a little bit. Huh. And you got to have a red onion. Yeah, some people yeah, with tomato. Yep, yeah, yeah, we we did tomato, we did red onion, and we did Swiss cheese. So you do butter, cream cheese, and cheese. Yeah. I don't. I don't think I would like having bagels and locks at your house. It that's too much. And, and, You're and, putting and, too much on that. And, and, and we're not talking like just like one slice of of locks. We're talking like a, like a handful, half a package of locks. That's what yeah. we do. Yeah. Um, Wow, I've never – I mean, I've never put cheese on there. I've never – sometimes we would get um, sable. So, so, Did you ever get sable, which was like the smoked fish? Yes, yes. So so the reason we put cheese was because we did open-faced. Like the tomato was the, the thing right underneath the cheese. Mm-hmm. If you just did it with tomato, it, it's hard to, to hold because tomato kind of is slippery. That's why I just don't do the tomato. Well, yes, obviously. But the cheese – it, 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 it enables you it, – it, it, it's almost like like a second slice of bread there. I just think you're mixing too many cultures with the Jewish and the Swiss. I know there's Swiss Jews, but – Yeah. I I mean it's just – it's I mean it's, it's kind of how we get it. It's your thing. And I'm not going to rag on that. What's the best bagel? 
Oh, I, you can't ask a question like that. Because it's sesame? Oh, okay. Oh, like, like, the, like I, I thought you were asking, like, like where do you get the oh, best bagel? That, that's, that, I mean, that's a whole other two-hour podcast. Yeah. Um, this podcast got real Jewish the last couple of <laughs> It months, really did. If you thought the deli section was Jewish, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, move, what, move on over to the lox section. Yeah, what, we're talking about a non-sandwich, too. Yeah, and, and wait until our next topic. Um. That's that's so tough. I th- I think four bagel and locks, just a plain bagel. Now I think you like poppy sesame. sesame. I get poppy when they're out of sesame. Um, I I also, this is the thing. I I really like everything bagels. It's too much. But I, I just like everything bagels with cream cheese. Mm-hmm. My brother's a big fan of salt bagels. I can't eat that. No, it's a little overboard. I also like egg bagels. Egg bagels are fantastic. I think egg bagels are your number two, like very underrated. Incredibly underrated. Yeah. I think if if you find a place with with good egg bagels, uh, you know you found a good place, a, a good bagel place. Because yeah. I feel like you our, don't see egg bagels everywhere. No, you don't. Which is a real shame because I think they're phenomenal. And if you ever, this is for you non-Jew bagel eaters out yeah. there. For, for the glime out there. If you ever buy a bagel that's frozen, throw it away. Don't don't get those frozen lenders bagels that are half the size. You, you need good bagels. You gotta go to a deli. Yeah. You might even even the I think anything in a grocery store that's not the deli section, you can't get those bagels. The the what is it? What's the package that Jeremy bought that's upstairs at Lenders or something? Thomas. Thomas. Get out of here. Yeah, they make English muffins. Yeah. So we used to go to this place, Offer Dolls. In Miami, that and then we went to oh, what was the name of the the other place that we went to Goldberg's. I'm sure they had good bagels. It was fantastic. I think it was. Do you remember the wrestler Goldberg? Yeah. I think it was his family. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. In Florida. Yeah. <laughs> they, they were phenomenal bagels. My family really likes Dunkin' Donuts bagels a lot. I don't. This is the thing. I've eaten a lot of Dunkin' Donuts bagels. Predominantly just because I've been in situations where, like, it's been my only breakfast option. Mm-hmm. I don't mind them. They're very generic bagels. Yes. They're not a good bagel. They're not no. made – they're not Jewish bagels. No. You you, you just – you have to you, – you have to settle. Yeah. Right. All right. Let's, we got to settle and move on. <laughs> yeah. So I, I see us uh, – I see a bagel podcast in our future yeah. maybe. Um. So very much like bagel and locks, whitefish salad. This is one I'd like to put in, but I don't. I don't, I don't think it makes it. No, I don't think it makes it either. I, you know, whitefish salad is good. Bagel and locks is so much better than whitefish salad, though. I mean, I think bagel and locks is the king. Whitefish salad is the prince. Well, yeah, of course. I mean, I think ironically enough, like whitefish salad is usually. Yeah, they're both. I mean, I've seen, like, expensive whitefish salads. Usually it's pretty expensive. Yeah. It's I mean, surprising I mean, I, at Eastern Market we can get it cheap. Yeah. Also, at Eastern Market, you ask for it with, with onions on it, and we had this discussion the other day, and they give you white onions. Yeah. I think you got to have red onions on anything that's bagel-related. Yeah. I, I think I think you do red onions if you're doing raw. You do white onions if you're cooking them. Yeah. I, I, I think that that's the general rule. Yeah. I, I, I think whitefish salad, you know, you almost could put white, whitefish salad with tuna. Because it's a fish salad. Yeah. Um, it's very different, though. Yeah. Um, I just don't think it makes it. All right. Let's 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 move on. So the, the last two things, we'll, we'll go out of the out of the, the jewelry and into um, in, into the rest of the world here. Um, Egg McMuffin. 
the, the question here is the Egg McMuffin is getting in. Yeah. Is the Egg McMuffin getting in as a breakfast sandwich or is the Egg McMuffin enough, culturally relevant enough that it is its own sandwich? I think it's culturally – I mean, this is the thing. I think it is culturally relevant enough that it's its own sandwich. I think the table has actually flipped an other breakfast sandwich – is now campaigning for Egg McMuffin to let it in with it. Because other breakfast sandwiches, like a, a you know, like a, a turkey, or a turkey, uh, an egg, bacon, and toast. Egg, bacon, yeah. and English muffin, egg, bacon, and and, uh, and bagel. I mean, I, I will say one of the best sandwiches I've ever had was I was driving from Chicago to Seattle, and we stopped in Montana for the night, and got up, got gas at this gas station, and inside they had... Just this like little, it wasn't even a diner. It was just like a like a flat top, um, you know, like cooking surface. And I ordered a, an a egg, sausage and, and cheddar on sourdough, and it was amazing. Mm-hmm. It, it was like life changing. And, and that's a lot different than an egg McMuffin. It is a lot different. So like I I think you've got I mean you've you've got croissants. Yeah, you do have croissant. You got you have sausage, bacon, or ham. Yeah. Or um, a turkey sausage, if you want to be a little healthy. Sure. The breakfast place I go to, I do turkey sausage just because. Yeah. I, you know, I feel like it's a little, a little heart healthier. Yeah. Um. I I feel like all of those. Are, are kind of a, a generic breakfast sandwich, right? I I feel like the egg McMuffin is something completely different. Yeah, the egg McMuffin is something else. So I I think I think I think what you do is. Is you you greenlight egg McMuffin and then you greenlight other breakfast, and is it referred to as other breakfast? Because I feel like that's really holding it back. You, other breakfast is never beating egg McMuffin if it's seasoned in the tournament, because it's called other breakfast. Now, if it was breakfast, I, 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 and I'm okay with it being called other breakfast, I'm just I mean, I, I, all right, then then just breakfast sandwich. Okay, I, I I would be okay with it being because I think the egg McMuffin is the the king of the breakfast sandwich world. Yep. So much so that it got its own team. Yeah. Now, I, I've never been to Mangio Artists for their, their breakfast sandwiches. No, but I, I, I've heard they're phenomenal. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, let's let's move on. Um, we, we you got your passport ready? We're let's, going international. Uh, yeah, yeah. Let's let's do this. This this is going to be a very, a, a very tough uh, round here. I think everything in the international section is getting in. Yeah, but let's I, start. Let's, let's start. I, I think. I mean, I think they're all different enough. They're all getting. I in. I, I agree. There's um, one that I think might be combined. Maybe two. There, there's one that. I'm. Yeah, there, there's one here that I I might I might um I might contend. All right. So banh mi is the, the Vietnamese sandwich, pork. It, do, you, do you pronounce it, the H in banh mi? Did you say bach mean? Yeah, bach me. I think it's just ban me. Like b, it's like basically pronounced like b o n m e. Oh, I, I don't know what the fuck it is, but I I, I know it's fantastic. Yeah, it's Vietnamese sandwich. It's got it's got your your pork or your chicken or, or steak. It, it, it's a, yeah. So it's it's usually pork. It's got um like like pickled like pickled carrots and uh, cilantro. Mm-hmm. And and you can get it spicy and get some fresh jalapenos on. Yeah, there. and it's phenomenal. It, it's it's usually very cheap. It's it's Vietnamese street food. Um, I, I think it's fantastic. In 2011, the banh mi was highly underrated. I think it was so underrated that now it's overrated. I like it. 
but I haven't I haven't gotten banh mi in a while because I'm just kind of I'm over banh mi. Fair enough. Uh, but there's a really great place by the White House called G Street Food that has really good banh mi. Hmm. Um, but then they opened a banh mi place next to my office. Yeah, and it's really kind of below average. And it's kind of soured we, me on the banh mi. We we should go out to Eden Center. Yeah, which I've is, heard Eden Center. Yeah, Center's which really is like good. like Little Vietnam in DC. But I mean, banh mi's in. Banh, banh mi's a solid eight or seven seed, maybe higher. Definitely. Let's 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 uh, let's move on to one that I I've eaten a lot of just because growing up in Miami, you you can't can't help it um the cuban uh roast pork ham swiss pickles mustard on uh on cuban bread uh that's then kind of that's toasted yeah that's that's toasted um there are there are some variations Uh, tampa has like a weird variation of it i forget what i forget how it's different but i mean that that's the cuban sandwich that i kind of grew up with um I, I feel like there are a lot of places where you can get a Cuban sandwich and it just doesn't seem the same. And maybe that's why I've I've gotten a Cuban sandwich a couple times. I didn't know a Cuban sandwich was a thing for a couple a couple years ago. Yeah. I've been pretty underwhelmed by Cuban sandwiches when I've had them. Maybe yeah. I just haven't had the right Cuban sandwich. I, that's a distinct possibility. I mean, I think I had one at I had one at Subway, I know. I mean I that I'm sure that no, wasn't it's, good. It, but I also had one at Prego and I wasn't that impressed with it. I, I, I think I think we should I'm pretty sure that there's some an actual Cuban restaurant somewhere in the city, and yeah. and and I think that would be a good homework assignment. Yeah, I also think Eden Center would be a good homework assignment. Yeah, I mean, I, I will say too, there is, um, I mean, I've I've also had some some great grilled steak Cuban sandwiches. Not it's not the Cuban, but you know, Cuban food in general, I think is is very good, um, and that's that's not even touching their their coffee. Um, Next up, we have we have a lobster roll. The, my problem with the lobster roll is the price. Okay, you can't get a lobster roll for less than fourteen dollars. No, because it's it's lobster, right? Um, and I like lobster. I mean, I, I I think you gotta let it in. I I think that you have to let it in. You know, I I again, I think this is one of those where it's it's probably not gonna get. I've had some phenomenal lobster rolls. I've had great lobster rolls in, in Boston and in Maine. There's I, a lobster I, roll truck that goes around DC. Yeah, I've, yeah, and I've I've had them there. I I feel like I, I I always eat one and I want another one, because they're 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 never very big. And it's fourteen dollars. Yeah, and it's that's and it's my like, big problem. Yeah, with it's that. like oh wait, I just spent like seventeen dollars. Yeah. Um. It, it belongs in the conversation. It's a, it's a phenomenal sandwich, but I I just I don't really see it. It might be get upset in the first round. Yeah, but it's in. Um, the next two or two are the ones that I was wondering: Do we combine? How do these make it in? This is your chicken shawarma. Yeah, and your gyro. Both I, I, kind of a Greek Mediterranean flavor. I I feel I feel comfortable combining these. And I feel comfortable combining them because I think you you generally get the the same around the same toppings on both. I know the gyro is something completely different, but I I feel you know what I I, I think leave them separate because this is the thing. I think I think shawarma is I think shawarma is going to fall off pretty early. I think I think I think I think gyro can keep on going. I I'm going to be campaigning for shawarma. 
All right. I love shawarma. No, I, I, I like it too. I just when I was in Europe, they have something called doner kebab. Yeah. Um, which is if they do shawarma, they they sort it off the the mm. big thing of meat, and it, it's it was cheap, and it was you know you get a really nice pita with full of shawarma and good sauce. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's nothing better than that. All right. Well, let's. So shawarma is in Euro. Now Euro is dangerously close to wrap. So I I thought about this, and and I think that. I, I think that, that that the pita is I mean this is the thing. It, it's 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 not a, it's not a traditional wrap. Right? Like it's not It was also the original wrap. If you don't count the burritos the wrap. Yeah, which I which I kinda do. Right? I mean I, I, I feel like a wrap is like it's like a burrito sandwich almost. I, I, I mean, I, 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 I you're blowing my mind right yeah. now. Yeah, like I, I just, I, I feel like the euro is, it's, it's just, it's too close. I, I think you're, you're, you're judging kind of the bread, a, a little bit too harshly. I, I, I think that that the way it folds, mm-hmm. it, it, you know, you, you look at at the way that that you know pita bread folds, it's basically, you know, two sides. Right, but it just kind of – it's one huge piece of pita that folds. All right. I mean, I'm okay with the euro getting in. I think yeah. it's great. Uh, last one that's very similar to these is the falafel sandwich. Yep. Uh, I, I honestly would be okay combining falafel and shawarma. I think they have the same toppings. It's just a matter of chicken or fried chickpeas. Yeah, I, I would be fine. I would be fine combining those two. Um, I mean, I, I think I think falafel is, is fantastic. Have, have you been to Amsterdam falafel? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, My problem with those type of places is that you try to put toppings on, and then I like to put a lot of toppings on, and they start falling off and getting all over the floor. Yeah, yeah. And, and, danger? And, yeah. Danger. It's, it's danger. Especially when you're highly inebriated. Yeah. Um, so so this, is, this is one. Say panini. It's not a sandwich. It, it's, it's a process in which you make a sandwich. The, the, the panini press is something in which you grill a sandwich. Right now, now, you know, I feel like like I can take a a just cold cut or a, a chicken salad, a tuna salad, an egg salad, turn it into a panini by putting it in a panini press. I love the word panini though. It it, it flows off the tongue. It's great. It, it just it's a panini. It, it, it you know it just feels good, but it's not a sandwich. It's like a zone defense. It's like a style of play, but it's yes. not a team. Yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, I'm okay leaving Panini off. Yeah, I mean, it, it. Yeah, and the other one. This is this is a French kind of form of Panini. This is a croque monsieur. This is uh, your your ham Swiss that's going to be Panini pressed like that. Very similar to a Cuban. Yeah, it's French. It's got a cool name, croque monsieur. There's also croque madame, which is um, it's a different type of croque monsieur. Yeah, I feel like the croque monsieur should make it. Yeah, I, I, I'm I'm totally cool with that. I think that it's, you know, obviously, is it is it going to be a, a top tier? Probably not. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, might it upset some folks? It's a distinct possibility. Yeah, nobody 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 thinks anything of the French, and all of a sudden they're in the World Cup Finals. Boom. Headbutting people and stuff. Yeah. Um, well, well, we're on the home stretch. Yeah. Well, let's Last category. Peanut butter based. Peanut butter-based sandwiches. And I added one that I think will be a very good conversation at the end. Okay. 
Um, another number one seed. I'll say. I'll well. I'll tell you what. What's? Yeah, I, I guess we have to start with the PB and J. This I, is a number one seed. This one gets the benefit of the hot or cold. It's got the. It's got the the uh, those extra points. It's a sandwich that you can put in your backpack and eat a day and a half later, and it's still fine. I, I'm I'm going to be completely honest here, and, and and I know I know we're going to lay down some predictions later on. I mean, this is the prohibitive favorite. I I I just I I, I mean, this is a sandwich that from, and again, I, I think I I may have mentioned this if. If grilled cheese is not the first sandwich you've ever had, then it's probably PB and J. Like the the cultural significance of the sandwich, the history of the sandwich, and look like I still eat peanut butter and jelly. My problem with PB and J is you eat a PB and J, and five minutes later you need something else to eat. No, I don't think that's true. I mean, I've never. Th- been I mean, I mean, there's, I mean, there's, there's a lot of protein in PB and J. Well, I mean, look, it, it's, you know. I'm pretty sure that PB&J was 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 first kind of popularized by by airmen. No, by airmen in World War II that needed something protein packed that that they can bring on their points for long flights that yeah. they that they didn't have to refrigerate and that they can eat. Somebody's been watching the History Channel yeah. or the Food Network. Yeah, or Food History Network or the Food Channel. <laughs> um, so the, the question with PB&J crunchy or creamy i mean i think for the purposes of this tournament i think the fact that you have the options it's another enhancement again right i mean and and frankly i mean there are there are a lot of gourmet peanut butters out now there's i think i like to eat healthy food as much as the next guy yeah you wouldn't be able to tell from this podcast yeah Natural peanut butter should not be allowed to call itself peanut butter. Fair Natural enough. peanut butter is garbage. It should, I mean, call, it, 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 it should it's be called like, cement. It's yeah. peanut paste. Yeah. Right? It is, there's nothing buttery about natural peanut butter. No. GIF? GIF, actually. Oh, GIF? <laughs> is, is that that's pronounced? An, animated GIF. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, 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 I agree with you. What, what, what's your preferred flavor of, of jelly? Well, I'm A, I'm a crunchy man. All right. Weird thing, my mom would never buy crunchy peanut butter growing up. So it's like as soon as I like turned eighteen and moved out of the house, all I've bought <laughs> since I've been eighteen up. is crunchy. Fair, fair enough. My preferred, I think strawberry is really. I think grape is too overpowering. Hmm. I really like strawberry, um, and I like some of the like some of the fancier like a blackberry. I I usually go strawberry, but every so often I'll go grape. And I like jam jelly. I feel like I'm my mouth. It's like a jelly. I feel like I just drink a Coke. It's but, so sugary. But, but again, I think I think the fact that you can go that J could be jam or jelly. Mm-hmm. I, 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 very think, versatile. I think I think that makes it. This is a team that can play so many different ways. It can play with any style. It can play the the running gun. Yeah. It can play the slow down half court. Yeah. It can bring four guards in. It can bring in three big guys. I mean, this. This is a tough team to this beat. This is a tough team to beat. You can you can swap out the J, and this is one I guess leading to the next one. Can you swap out the J for a banana? Can you do peanut butter and banana, and is it the same sandwich? So, the reason why the Elvis and, and yeah, because it's peanut butter, banana, and honey, and it's and it's specifically fried. 
right? This is the Elvis sandwich. The Elvis. Um, I mean, I, I actually, I used to, I used to eat the Elvis, but without frying it mm-hmm. when I was in when I was in high school. Um, and actually, that sounds great right now. Um, I have bananas upstairs. Yeah, you know, a, a solid, a solid two hours into our. Yeah. <laughs> our, our sandwich podcast. <laughs> um, we hope you've used the pause feature at some point during this yeah, podcast. Yeah, seriously. Or if you're if you're going for a run, you should probably stop and get some water. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think you can combine the Elvis and the PB and J. It's a variety, and, and okay. So, so I mean, this is a thing. Like, do you feel the same way about the fluffernutter? I've never had a fluffernutter. That's another one I've never had. That might be a homework assignment. That, I mean, that is a homework assignment. Yeah, I, I mean, I mean, this is a thing. Like, again, I feel like the fluffernutter is is, is one of those. Like, I, I, you need to get in a time machine, go back to when you were seven, and have a fluffernutter. Yeah, I don't know why I never got a fluffernutter. Yeah, it's weird. Like, like just one. Like, like it's 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 not like a, it's not like a regular sandwich, but it, it's a nice little treat. This is my problem with the fluffernutter, and I've seen the fluff before, the marshmallow fluff. I feel like it's a really big commitment to buy the fluff because it's a big jar of marshmallow fluff. And so, like, if I'm buying that, I'm not eating one fluffernutter. I'm eating fluffernutters for the next couple months. See, but this, I, I feel like that stuff also doesn't really expire. Yeah. If I remember correctly. Do you always use the fluff or can you buy, like, actual marshmallows to do it? I've always just – I think you need to use the, fluff. the fluff. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, we'll, we'll try. I think all three are combined. I think the, the Elvis is a variation of PB and J. It's frying. Could it. could could we do PB and J and then like peanut butter plus? Hmm. And so, then, so that's the Elvis or the fluffernutter. Yeah. And what about PB and banana? That 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 also falls in the peanut butter plus. I think that falls under peanut butter and jelly because the, here's the thing about peanut butter and jelly: it's peanut butter and a fruit product. No, but, that's but, like but, eating but, banana. But it, has, but it has to be jellied or jammed. I don't I don't love it, but I think it's I just, think the peanut butter and banana is the is the the pretty solid player who transferred off of peanut butter and jelly. Your 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 Brandon Kearney he wasn't good. Well, I was saying well, Royce White. Yeah, you're Royce White. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's got some emotional issues. Yeah, yeah. We should tell Rachel to to listen to this and then skip ahead to to two oh five for for all of her her Royce White. Yeah. podcasting needs um, all right so peanut butter and peanut butter plus and i don't think the name peanut butter plus should fool you into thinking it's better than peanut butter because Pe- i think peanut butter and jelly is better peanut butter and co peanut butter and and, and company oh gump and co yeah i'm okay with that peanut butter and co um not i mean this is going to be like a, a six seed yeah yeah this is not a number one seed pb and j is a number one seed yeah i i think but like, again, I, I think Fluffernutter, I think I think the Elvis, I think all those w- would be would be middle of the pack. Did Elvis really like the Elvis sandwich? Or why is it named? No, Elvis? no, he did. Oh, he did. Okay, yeah, the King of Rock, yeah, or whatever. Last one is one I added. This is the Ritz. Yeah, and this kind of consumes your cracker-based sandwich. So your Ritz cracker with peanut butter and Ritz cracker, or your Ritz cracker with cheese. Or just like a, a sandwich that's a cracker-based sandwich. I'm thinking here, and and, and I I know I know dead air is is like is like poison here. This is I, 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 because this is the thing. 
I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say yes because, you know, we... It's it's just tough. It, it's so it's so unlike anything else here. Chicago State just won its conference tournament. Yeah, nobody saw the Ritz coming. No, it was like oh, it's just crackers. Yeah, and then it's like well, it's a sandwich. It's a sandwich cracker. Yeah, and you know, kind of on that too. It's crispy. It's buttery, and, and but like, like this is the thing. Like, are you, are you, are you talking peanut butter and jelly? Are you, are you talking ham and Swiss? Are, are you talking hummus and uh, and cucumber? I think any of the cracker-based sandwiches, but I think your kind of front runner there is the Ritz with peanut butter. That you get, you know, you get the bag of Ritz and peanut butter. Yeah. Or like those crackers I was looking for this weekend. Yeah. Your peanut butter crackers. Yeah. I. It's not going to be a meal, and if it is, I, I, I feel I, I bad think, for you. I, I I think I think you got to go bread only. I I I hate to discriminate. I I think that. When we're talking about sandwiches, I, I think that you you have to. I, I think part of the criteria has to be that that they are a meal, or at least the predominant part of a meal, right? I'm and, about to throw you a curveball here. We already let in the ice cream sandwich. There's no bread on that. But I think, but I I think it's still okay. All right, based on. Based on what we've already done with the with the ice cream sandwich, I think you got to let Ritz in. Cool. I'm down with that. And as we were talking about Ritz, I thought of another one that might fall into the Ritz category, might fall into the ice cream sandwich category, might be its own. Yeah. The Oreo. That's a cookie. The Oreo is a cookie. I agree. They like to, they're trying to brand themselves as a sandwich. Yeah. Like, it's a sandwiched cookie. And we're not talking Hydrox here. No, hell no. Is there right any now. bigger step, like from from the, the number one to the to the one down than the Hydrox? I, I, I feel like I feel like Hydrox is always one of those things. Like you, you'd go to like somebody's house, like a birthday party, or there was always like a school function, and like and like you saw like out of the corner, you you saw like you know the black cookie with the white frosting. You're like, oh, nice Oreos, great, and you ran over to it. You bite into it. And it's like, oh, it's nuts. sand. It's a hydrox. Yeah, it tastes like sand. <laughs> like, like it's it's the ultimate like childhood punking. Just like, oh, you just got hydroxed. Hydrox. Awful. I love it because I feel like you could say hydrox to anybody. They'd be like, oh, like, how is hydrox still? Is hydrox only in business by cheap moms? Is that the yes. only way that hydrox is in business? <laughs> yes. It, it really is. I'm, like, I'm, like. Like I feel like Hydrox would would be like the kind of thing that like my mom would buy if I had like friends coming over that she didn't like. <laughs> it's like yo, I really don't want you hanging out with them, so I'm gonna go to the grocery store and like pick out a couple things. And it was like Hydrox. I think my mom would buy the Hydrox because she didn't eat the Oreo, and mm. so didn't. Re- She's like, oh, like there, there was a yellow tag. I just got Hydrox. It's the same thing, and it's. I mean, it is. I don't think there's any comparison between Oreo to Hydrox. No. I'm no. trying to think of like a player who's like a, like really good and then has a brother that's really bad, like CP3. I yeah, I don't know if that's actually his brother, and also oh. he's not that bad. Like, I feel like went back when there was Brooke Lopez and Robin Lopez in college. Yeah. Or no, no, no. Blake Griffin used to play on the same team as his brother Taylor Griffin. Really? Yeah. Taylor Griffin is your Hydrox. Blake Griffin is yeah. your Oreo. So so like or like like Wayne Rooney, and then Wayne Rooney has a brother who was like kind of like a washout in MLS. Yeah. 
Or you got Eli Manning is your Oreo. Peyton Manning is your double-stuffed Oreo yeah. or your vanilla Oreo. Yeah. And then that other Manning is your Hydrox. You mean the one who's like a lobbyist? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he's either like a banker or a lobbyist. And if you're still with us, let us know by using the hashtag Hydrox. Yeah. And we'll be very impressed because this is a long way into the podcast. Yeah. Um, we're, we're glad you're still with us. Thank you for listening this far. Yeah, absolutely. Last sandwich I have here, I added this before because I wanted to make sure we had a catch-all. Yeah. And I don't think we need it. This is the make your own. This is just when you ha- you open up your fridge and you're like, all right, I have this and I have this and you put it on some bread and you make I, a sandwich. I, 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 feel like, I feel like that's covered – by the um, like the generic, like they're just cold cut. Yeah, I, I don't think we need to make. I just wanted to make sure we had it as just like a, just so we don't get t- angry tweets from somebody who's like, "Hey, what about when I make steak and then I have a sandwich?" I mean, we didn't. Have, we don't have. Do we have a steak sandwich? Like a cold steak sandwich? Just like a steak sandwich. I don't know. We have a lot of beef sandwiches. We have beef section. Yeah, yeah, but we we don't have a. I mean, let's go back to beef. <laughs> no, no, we we don't have a. We have a cheese steak. But not a, a, a filet steak. Yeah. On a piece, on a bun or a piece of bread. I think we gotta add a steak sandwich. Yeah, uh, and and like steak sandwich for me is like like you you make steak, you know, one night and then like the the day after you like you slice it up, and then you you might like saute some onions, right? Or or like you had like saute onions and you just eat it cold. See, and I'm thinking hot. Um, and if you're eating it cold, then isn't that homestyle leftover sandwich? Isn't that on that team? Yeah. I think you do a hot. I don't know if we need the steak sandwich. No, I, I don't think you need it. I don't think you need it. So I'm going to just name one more sandwich I think we forgot. And if there's any that you think we forgot, we'll yeah. definitely do them. A couple months ago, you and I made lobster. Ooh. And we made steak. Yeah. And we discovered the deliciousness of the surf and turf sandwich. We had, I think we had like a baguette. That yeah, we, we had made. a baguette. And we took the baguette, cut it open, dipped it in the lobster butter, put lobster and steak on it, and ate it. And it was absolutely amazing. Does the surf and turf sandwich make it? Or is that too kind of regional just to us? No. You know what? I think I think surf and turf can go in that miscellaneous category. I think it can go in um, – I think it can go in heavy. Yeah. Um, this is The surf and turf sandwich is a strong contender. If you, most of you probably have not had served. Then I'm talking, you boil lobsters, you make that butter, you you just. I mean, this is a messy sandwich. I love those surf and turf sandwiches we made. Yeah, I I I say let's let's go with it. Yeah. All right. Well, any any that you think we forgot? No, I th- I think I think that was a, that's a pretty comprehensive list. Um, so early favorites predictions. Gotta say PB and J. Yeah. Gotta say grilled cheese. Gotta say Reuben, and I'm going Egg McMuffin is my final four. Even though we're not really going to be doing this as a tournament, but just like my top four. So I'm going to go – I actually think grilled cheese gets pushed out of the final four. I think it's got to be – I think somebody's got to come up and and and, and take it over. Um, I'm going to go Italian sub. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go PB&J. I'm going to go Italian sub. Um. I am gonna go Reuben, and and I am gonna go. I don't know which one of the internationals, but I feel like one of the internationals is gonna is gonna get in there. Either either Bob me or, or or Euro. 
I, I think I, th- I think one of those is going to sneak in there. I, I, I think that, I think that that's your Butler. That that's your VCU. You know, that's your George Mason. Th- they're going to find a way. And kind of just to to give everybody kind of a structure for how we're going to do this. We're not going to do a tournament style. Like we've been we've been referencing brackets a lot. I think what we're going to do is we're going to we're going to kind of read a sandwich and rank them and yeah. make like a top a top twenty and then an outside bubble looking in. Yeah. And then maybe from that we'll take our top ten or top five and kind of really put them against each other. Um. And and that might be a, you know part three. Yeah. Yeah. We'll 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 certainly have. I mean, there's, there's a lot of a lot of sandwich. There's a lot of here. good sandwiches. And I think what we're we're gonna try to do is we're gonna close this dock after tonight and leave it until we until we do the next one so we can kind of not be you know right now we're thinking oh Ruben you know or or you know we just had grilled cheese or whatever our predictions yeah. were I want to really get that out of our head so we come in fresh and unbiased for yeah. this um, and I think that we're gonna you know I think I think the next thing we're gonna do is kind of our homework that we need to do before the next one um, and I listed a couple things. Um, that I would like to do before the next one. One is go to Eden Center and get yep. get some good banh mi. Another is to try our our strange sandwiches. Even though they didn't make the tournament, I want to give them a shot. So our horseshoe and our hot brown. Yep, we'll, we'll find a way to make those. Find a, try to, find a way to try those. Um, I'd like to get a good Cuban because yep. I haven't had a good Cuban. And lastly, um, get the fluffernutter because I haven't had a fluffernutter. Yeah, yeah and there, there's there's a – that's right. There's a Cuban place in um, Adams Morgan. Yeah, and, and do you have any do you have any other homework items you want to add? Um, let's see here. I think, I think there was, I think there were a couple. Um, I would like, man. No, I think I think that's that's pretty much it. Um, yeah, I I think that's it. I think we've. I think we've we've pretty much hit the uh, you know hit the end of the podcast again. If you're if you're still with us, if you found a way to make it through, um, still plenty more sandwich talk left. Uh, you, you can again you can use the, uh, the 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 hashtag game of sandwiches uh, if, if you've if you gotten all the way to the end. Uh, again, next podcast we'll be we'll be ranking uh, all those sandwiches that 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 have made the cut and uh, and. You know, discussing feel, them, putting them against each other. Yeah, really, really, uh, really getting down and dirty with these sandwiches. Anthony, I do want to add, end with you know we usually do our beer of the week. Yeah, I want to end with sandwich of the life. Oof. So I don't want you to pick a specific sandwich, but where is your number one place to get a sandwich of all time? And I can list mine if you want a second to think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go, go ahead. So I hate it because it's in Ann Arbor. Okay. And it's where the University of Michigan is. But Zingerman's is a place I grew up eating. It is an amazing deli. And it's 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 world ranked. It, it's worth going to Ann Arbor to eat. Just fantastic sandwiches. I usually get the Georgia Reuben, which is a, a turkey Reuben. It's like a turkey Rachel pretty much. Yeah. Um, you They ship. I can't say enough good things about Zingerman's. Don't like them on Facebook if you don't want to see delicious pictures all the time. <laughs> um. You know, I, I think it's I think it's really tough. Um, it, it's it's really tough to pick just one. You know, it's if if hot dogs were if hot dogs had made the cut, which I'm again I'm, I'm glad they didn't. But um, um, hot dogs, which is a uh, hot dog place in Chicago, 
Um, I really like Al's Beef. It, it's certainly up there. It, again, Sounds it, great. It, it's a it's a Chicago Chicago staple. Um, but you know, I, I I would honestly say, I mean, some of the best sandwiches I've I've had, and you know, just thinking back on it, were the sandwiches I I made at home growing up, or my you know my my parents made at home. Um, so you know, again, that's the beauty of the sandwich as we're talking about it. It it is, it's one of the most shared cultural kind of historic experiences. You know, I, I think I think everyone's had a sandwich. Right? I worked at a sandwich place for six years. Yeah. in college, Jimmy John's, pretty solid sandwiches. Yeah, so so you know, it's it's something that you know everyone can relate to. You know, I, we normally talk about sports. Not everyone is is as into sports as we are, but. You've probably had a sandwich, so you you can at least relate someone to this, and, and hopefully you've you've uh, learned about a couple new kinds of sandwiches. Yeah, and and we know everybody has their opinion on sandwiches. We we really do on this one want to hear your feedback. So you can tweet at us at Natty Bros. Um, you can use the hashtag Game of Sandwiches or any of the other hashtags we've used during this during this podcast. You can email us Natty Bros Podcast at gmail Our website is nattybros.com, which is where you can subscribe. And you can also comment on every podcast that we put up. Um, we're we're gonna get you know we're gonna we're gonna give it a couple weeks before we rank these you know at least a week, uh, maybe longer. We wanna we wanna really give people a chance to to listen and reflect and give us their opinions back. So yeah, um, we're really encouraging with this one. Everybody has their sandwich opinion. Yeah. It, it, what what do you think? Yeah, I you know I, I'm you know we we hope to get a lot of feedback and uh, but until then. I'm Anthony D'Angelo. I'm Zach Brooks. Well, we'll see you on the sandwich side. Yeah.